Hello. Hello, can you hear me? Loud and clear. <laughs> Good. I was worried. <laughs> For being like a little bit of a nerd, I know nothing about all the things that I should know about. <laughs> like Discord. You just have the aptitude to pick things up quick that way. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, too, because I just got off of work, so I poured like, oh, I'll do a glass of whiskey while we're doing this. And like, <laughs> this is what it sounds like. Every time I pick it up, I'm like, oh, they'll wait for all that ice to melt <laughs> before I can drink this. <laughs> well, we're not that uh, picky, so you're all right. Oh, good. Thank God. All right. Well, then you might hear some ice clink. <laughs> it's been a day. So I want to warn you, too. So my job is um, I work all the hurricanes, mm -hmm. right? So we have Hurricane Laura bearing down on uh, Louisiana and Texas right now. So if I get in all my works, emergency work. So if I do get a phone call, I would never do this in any other circumstance. Oh, but if I do get a phone call, I might have to answer it um, so that I can send men out to save other men. That's way more important than what we're doing. So, <laughs> Well, I tried to tell him, like, I'm on a podcast. You guys handle it yourself. <laughs> oh, Didn't work. Feel free to bring that up after we kind of like start just in case it does happen. Maybe. Okay. That so nobody's surprised. What's <laughs> <laughs> going on in that podcast? <laughs> oh, and I will try my very, this is like pre-recorded, right? Okay, so I'll try my very best. I, I cuss like a sailor because all I do all day is construction jobs, right? Mm -hmm. So I have to watch my mouth. I'm So I will do my best to be family friendly, but nobody's ever described me as family friendly. So yeah. uh, feel free to beat me out. Um, I will do my best to do I, the gosh darns. <laughs> I honestly don't care. Um, and I don't think anyone in the Facebook group would mind. So I, it's fine. Okay, good. <laughs> I like people to be themselves 100%, so. Okay, good, good. Well, I will try my best to keep it on the on the minimum. <laughs> Ooh. My husband was like, every time, because, you know, I'm, when I'm not at work, I'm like, super friendly and blah, blah, blah. When I'm at work, I'm like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers. It's, it's kind of the environment, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. My husband's always like, I hate work, Sophia. <laughs> I normally ask if there's anything, like any nickname you want to go by or anything, but because this does yeah. get released to the world, but it's mainly for our group, so I whatever you're comfortable with. No, I don't really have any. Everybody knows my extent of weird. So, <laughs> so yeah, no, I don't. And the people I would worry about probably don't even know what podcasts are. Yeah. So <laughs> that seems not to be like normal. <laughs> some CEO over in a hotel is like. Wonder what that Sophia's up to. Let me listen to this pod bean. Oh, we got a ping. Her name <laughs> came up. <laughs> <laughs> she does video games. Fuck her. She's out. <laughs> My brother will be joining very shortly. It looks like. So Lucky, I love that handle. That's got to be his. If that's his name, then I'm. <laughs> that would be the greatest thing I've ever heard in my whole life. <laughs> but great handle. Wookie dongle. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah, it's been well, thank you. Yes, this is going to be so much fun. Yeah, I hope so. It's kind of the point, but you never know. <laughs> if it's not, we'll take it down a dark trail. That always helps. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this one from video games to murder? What? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
gosh, I haven't done Supernatural for a few days either because of this hurricane. I feel like I feel like I've missed out on the world. <laughs> well, you probably see all the drama I caused in the chat. Maybe, maybe not. There was a. Oh, you you caused drama. Tell me. Oh my god, tell me all about it. <laughs> maybe we should save this. Um, but okay, please, a... yes. Okay. <laughs> I want to talk all about it. Drama is like my favorite. I don't have any in my life, so like I love everybody else's. You know, like when you're in a Walmart and two people are arguing, that's like the greatest day of my life. <laughs> like a boyfriend and girlfriend arguing in like the pizza section. So I good. Don't like pepperoni soup. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's usually like I can't believe that bitch called you, and they're trying to do the whisper yell. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's so good. And I'm all leaning in. Like, I just need to look at these pepperonis. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm so nosy. My brother hates it. I <laughs> love it. I want to know everything. I want to know what my neighbors are doing. Everything. My wife is like that. She'll like see movement out the window. Oh, what's she doing now? I'm like, who cares? <laughs> oh, I just me. Need, I need to know. <laughs> I thought I was crazy. Like, I thought I was weird. And then I went to, um, well, I didn't go to, but I heard about my friend um bought binoculars and she would like when people would argue she'd like look down the street with her and i was like that is brilliant why do i not have binoculars so i got a pair of binoculars and like it doesn't see anything (laughs) like like, well that was a waste nobody there's no domestic violence here what you gotta go with that um i don't know what they're called but that thing you put up to your ear that enhances the sound so you can listen in Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too, because I'm in a condo. So, like, I hear my upstairs neighbors, and they're, like, awful, but I love it. They're, like, terrible. They argue. The kids, like, hate their mom. It's wonderful. (laughs) What's up, Wookie? Good evening. (laughs) Hi, Wookie. Hi. Wookie, this is Sophia. Hey, Sophia. Hello. That's a cool name. You know, I love it. Like, I'm not even humble about my name. I'm like, my name's pretty fucking awesome. You lucky bastard. All right. <laughs> this is getting old because she came in and I said, I mentioned you like, oh, lucky Angle, that's such a good handle. And you come in, oh, what a cool name. It's like, I'm just leaving. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> PJ, PJ, that's so, that's so ordinary. What yeah. are you doing with that name? <laughs> it's too short. <laughs> two letters, you arrogant. Only, <laughs> only arrogant people have two letters. Arrogant. Bastard. You're one letter away from Prince. You know, just a symbol. <laughs> I tried. I've been recording this. I'm recording this. <laughs> okay, good. Not with the main <laughs> recorder, but that's about to come on. But don't let that stop you. Okay. Well, I, I forget I'm recording too, so that'll be interesting. I'm not. I'm like the person you don't put on speakerphone. <laughs> like everyone has, to like Sophia. My kids are in the car. You're on speakerphone. I was like, oh, okay, I want to talk about their bastard of a dad. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like us. It'll be fine. <laughs> well, I started the main recorder, but it's not doing anything. Good, then I'll drink some whiskey real quick. <laughs> I guess we're using the backup. <laughs> I pulled out the big mic for this, too. I've got the Yeti. Nice. So I feel like this is serious. Nice. <laughs> You're not my headphone mic. You're my Yeti mic. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, no problem. So, do you want us to just to do our normal intro and, and bring you in like that, or just yeah? I mean, I'll just follow your lead. Yeah, follow your lead. Try not to cuss too much. I'm in. <laughs> you ready, Wookie? I see you're muted. You drinking whiskey too? Uh, what? 
<laughs> I just said it while I was muted. I said, come on, Sophia, how do you want us to do our po- our own podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a mood I can drink my whiskey. Oh, <laughs> so excited. Right, we'll just do the intro and go from there. So he'll say, oh, <clears throat> I've been PJ, and, I'm, and I'll say I'm Wookie, and then you say whatever you want. Okay. I'll just say I'm Sophia, because that's, I'm not original with that. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce your username. <laughs> oh, Xanthopy. Oh. Xanthopy. It's, uh, um, oh God, Socrates' wife. Nice. He, uh, there's a story behind it. Socrates is such an asshole, and I love him, and I hate him all at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's a philosophy major, so. See, he was awesome mm-hmm. in Bill and Ted, so I don't know what the problem would be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that is a misrepresentation of Socrates, let me tell you. Very stoic. I don't even think the guy was real. I think Plato made him up, but that's a whole other story. (laughs) That was so great. great. (laughs) All right, I'm going to take a run at this. We did the last first episode with Laura, and I never said the intro and outro out loud, and it didn't come out very naturally. So, take two. What's up, athletes? Welcome to Take the Stage, episode number two. The podcast where we shine. See? Our podcast where we are shining the spotlight on a community member of the Supernatural family. I am PJ. I'm Wookie. And I'm Sophia. Awesome. Well, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Oh, well, well, I'm so excited, guys. Like I told you earlier, I brought out like my Yeti, my headphones. I'm, this is awesome. <laughs> I'm famous. Yeah. <laughs> you be Can asked your <laughs> Oh, this is great though. I'm um I have to tell you, I know like I'm just gonna jump in right now. I cannot tell you how much I love supernatural. When you asked me if I would be on this, I'm like, these are my two favorite topics, supernatural and myself, and this is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we try to accommodate as much as possible. <laughs> Thank you very much. Obviously, we all we always all meet through supernatural, but uh, just trying to like like the opening tried to say shine the spotlight on a single person at a time so we can get to know each other better. Because as great as the Facebook group is, you don't get to share everything. So and I'm not in it. So Wookie's not there. So <laughs> still Wookie, still. I don't. I don't. I don't do the Facebooks. Uh, but I enjoy okay. the community. So right. It's the first right. time I've actually ever been tempted. Right. I would make fun of you, but like everyone I know and like, like the people I like are like, oh, screw Facebook. And so I can't make fun of you. So you I guess I inherently like you then. You, you can make fun of me all you want. I don't <laughs> well, give me time. I, I need material. <laughs> okay. You, you'll, about five minutes in, you'll have plenty. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's getting him to Facebook is like, I mentioned before I was causing drama in the, in the group today because this morning's workout was a country workout. I'm like, never going to yeah. happen for me. And now, like, every single person is trying to get me to do it. And it's just like everyone trying to get Wookie to join Facebook. <laughs> oh, no. Are, is anyone mad at you? Is anyone like, you son of a, you know what? You don't like country? Is anyone doing that? I haven't seen it today. No, not really. Uh, my okay. post was just, there's no way this will ever happen, but. I'd love to hear what y'all think, and then I just hashtag my text. My tractor isn't sexy, so <laughs> so now I'm just being taunted left and right. <laughs> and it's like people who like country music too, because that's my thing. I'm not a big country music. 
And then they'll start listing off. But what about, Mm -hmm. you know, Hank Williams (laughs) Sr.? What about, uh, I don't, I don't even know. I'm going to say something. I'm going to date myself. What about Conway Twitty? What about, like, (laughs) let's say whatever. It's like, no matter how long your list is, I don't like them. You know, like, well, that's not true. I do. I do like Hank Williams Sr. I'm a liar. I do (laughs) like that. Tearing my beard is like classic, but I don't even call that country. That's like folksy, right? And then Leanne chimed in about not liking country either, but she said the the choreography was perfect. And I asked her, so were you slapping leather? And she's like, see, I don't even know what that means. So you clearly, (laughs) but I have a weird history with country music that I told them they have to come on the podcast and tear out of me. So I didn't save that for. Oh, I want to know your weird history. Who has a weird history with country music? This is great. What's your weird history? This the show is about you. <laughs> oh yeah. But, well then, don't tell me interesting things. So they'll never get. They'll never get it out of you. Yep. Right. It's like, hey, I once w- witnessed this murder, but I'm not going to talk about it. what you witnessed. What? Alan hey. Jackson was on the radio, and I just can't do it. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's close. All right, well, I'm going to ask you questions. I can't help it. <laughs> that's, that's fine. So, are, are you talking like right now or later? <laughs> no, no, I mean, throughout the whole thing. I will okay. interrupt you probably. I'm really rude like that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Wait until about 20 minutes and tell me again. <laughs> <laughs> so, how... Um, were were you into VR at all before Supernatural, or was that kind of like your stepping stone into it? Or it was kind of like my husband's a huge gamer, and so we have every gaming system you can imagine, um, and nice. in our place, right? And like I think that we don't have kids so that we can do fun things that's, on our own time, right? <laughs> so after COVID, do you guys want to hang out? Because that's the most yes. sensible. Yeah, because that's my motto. <laughs> but this COVID <laughs> thing, really, like we trained it. We're, we're nerds. We've trained this our whole lives, mm-hmm. right? right? Like being antisocial. This is my this is my jam, right? Like, oh, you guys want to go out? Oh, well, we can't. We don't want to die. Like, yeah. it's such a great excuse. But yep. but yeah. So I was. Um, um, my husband is a trainer, uh, like a teacher of trapeze, right? What? And so yeah, so he's a trapeze <laughs> artist. And I refused to go for, like, the longest time. This is going to go into the supernatural, how I got into it, right? Um, I refused to go for, like, the longest time. And then finally, at, like, 43 years old, I'm like, okay, I'm going to, you know, wipe it off my bucket list because I'm afraid of heights, right? So I go, I jump, I'm, ter- I'm terrified. Even after a year of doing it, I'm the most reluctant flyer <laughs> ever. It takes me a little bit, and I cuss a whole bunch. Like, I'm not family-friendly up on the board. Like, I'm not pretty. I'm not... I swear. And then I swing like I'm dying. Um, But yeah, I got really into it and we trained all the time and uh, we went down to Costa Rica and we got to fly in Costa Rica and I've trained with some really great people and I was making a lot of strides for me. It's a little bit harder because what takes somebody like one jump to get, because I was never physically active before trapeze. Right. So it takes one person, you know, maybe five jumps to get would take me a hundred. So it was like persistence and you put all this effort and I'm watching my body change and I'm getting so confident in myself. And then um, I slipped a disc in my back Mm. and that was in December. And I laid on the couch in just depression. This is getting dark now, right? I laid in the, on the couch, just in depressed and upset. And um, I started gaining weight because I was eating and I wasn't moving and I couldn't like my husband at sometimes would have to like pick me up out of the bed because I couldn't move because of my back. Um, 
And then, you know, COVID came, so I couldn't go to physical therapy. And um, then my husband was the one who said, because I was watch, I played a lot of I Expect You to Die. I don't know if nice. you know that game. That game I love it. Awesome. <laughs> it's so good. Um, <laughs> and I'm a huge scrim. Like, I love that game so much. Um, but uh, uh, he came up one day and he's like, yeah, have you heard of Supernatural? You know, it's like Beat Saber. That's what he said, right? And I'm like, oh, I'm so tired of Beat Saber. Like, it was great for the like first two months. And yeah. then I was completely bored of the same songs over and over. And I was like, blah, screw Supernatural. And then I like looked it up because I had to, you know, make sure I really felt like screw Supernatural. Mm-hmm. And then I looked it up and um, like, you know, you saw the reviews where people are like, this is just Beach Saber. And I don't, to me, no offense, like I love gamers, but then also I don't trust gamers. Yep. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> They're all mad at everything. Right. <laughs> so um, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be a rebel and i'm gonna go ahead and try just the demo but i'm not buying a subscription that's crazy right and so i tried the demo um i calibrated it so i couldn't squat too much because of my back and i tried the demo and i like instantly fell in love i know i sound like i'm you know trying to sell it but like it was the greatest thing it was nothing like beat saber i felt even though at that time i hadn't belonged to the facebook book group or uh, really knew anybody i just felt like those coaches like cared mm-hmm. they when you're in there it's like they really truly care and so that day i bought a uh the subscription i just was like i have to i have to be in this you have and, the identical story to me so it's pretty oh cool. that's awesome <laughs> you slipped the disc yeah i slipped the disc no it, i mean aside from the disc the trapeze and the supernatural stuff is all identical. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that reminds me of a Monty Python. What have the Romans ever done for us? Well, besides the roads and the... Well, yeah. <laughs> you like Monty Python or do you just quote? I love Monty Python. It's like so, my... When I say <laughs> one of the awesome with you, they're awesome. <laughs> You're one of the three women I've met yeah. that will actually openly admit to liking it or even having seen it. I feel like everyone I know because I like reference something Monty Python. I feel like every, my girlfriends, my guy friends, like they all... Instantly, no. Just a couple. Of, oh, I almost swore. A couple of poop holes. They don't know. <laughs> yeah, our, my. Well, I can say our circles just aren't the same. I guess because <laughs> my circle's like five people. <laughs> yeah, even some of like the nerdy people at work don't get references I make like that. It's just like okay. <laughs> what? I like grew up on Mindy Python. Mm-hmm. Like grew up. That's a great, it's the greatest thing ever. Remember those shirts you could buy with the bun, with the attacking bunny? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that was the best thing. And then the uh, uh, knight getting his leg chopped off, you know, it's only a flesh wound. Like that still makes me, there's never a point where I'm not laughing. Yeah. Never like there, you know, I majored in philosophy in college and there's this skit from the flying circus where he goes into a room to have an argument. Do you guys know the one I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And he's like, and he's like, yeah, I'm here for an argument. And he's, no, you're not. Yes, I am. And <laughs> I, I'm not making it sound funny, but it is so funny yeah. because he's like starts to, you know, give the philosophy, the philosophy definition of an argument. And he's like, no, that's not what it is. And then his time runs out and he stops like, um, you know, just contradicting <laughs> him. It's so good. The guy yeah. gets really frustrated. It's perfect. It was. Um, I don't know. When our mom passed away, Wookie, before she passed away, Wookie moved down south because I'm up north and. I think it had been almost 10 years since I had seen you, right? It was, it was a while. Uh, and our mom passed away, so he came back for the first time. And you know how much fun that stuff is. And I right. just happened to be 
going through the flying circus on netflix and we just got back to our house one night and you know you don't feel like doing anything so i just put that on and the confused well, cat was, episode came on and we it was, was more detailed than that i think it yeah. was like it ended up being like two or three in the morning and i was yeah. grumpy about something because you know it's just been a, a shitty shitty fucking day right. all this stuff and there's like that's when my girlfriend flew up with us, I think. So mm-hmm. it was your wife and then my girlfriend and us. And it's like I said, two in the morning. I'm grumpy. I'm making everybody else grumpy. So I sit my ass in the chair and he just walks by and turns that on three seconds into the skit. And I'm like laughing so hard, but no sounds coming out. And I'm starting <laughs> to cry. And I don't even know what this skit is. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Great. So <laughs> oh, I love it. The lumberjack skit. Have you guys seen that? Yeah, I've watched so, that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, behind yeah. on my uh, flying circus. I keep like starting it and checking it out, but I've never made it all the way through. I just you know what? Don't don't. But there are some flying circuses that's not that yeah. funny, and <laughs> like no, I know that's blasphemous in the Monty Python world to say. But if you go on YouTube and just get like the best of right of the flying circus, then you've then it's like the uh, cliff notes of the Monty Python <laughs> right. flying circus. It's great. See, that's me. I like I take on like the whole thing, like. Uh, first heard of guiding guided by voices which has like eight million songs <laughs> and like half of them are awful and i'm like i'm right. gonna listen to the whole catalog and i'm gonna write down my favorite <laughs> ones and then i go crazy and i have to go to like the insane asylum so yeah i'll give you a, I'll, I'll better that one uh doctor who this is going to do total blasphemy here but when i started the new doctor who series with chris eccleston in the first season of that i can't stand him and everyone's like just skip just skip him and go to the next one but that's like no i've got to see every single yeah. <laughs> episode and i was it was like torture the first season that i watched now i now i have now it's just like nostalgic and i love it but i would never want to sit through chris eccleston is that my same as dave marie i don't even know but, not sure <laughs> but, uh, thank god nobody knows who i am i would get like hate mail well, anyway, he was the best doctor <laughs> I'll get it to her. Yeah. She sent it to me. I'll come up with something fun to say. <laughs> uh, all the people who love Matt Smith, they're like, yeah, Chris Eccleston sucks. <laughs> the Chris Eccleston group, all five of them. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> Those five can be louder than the quiet. I know. They're the worst. <laughs> they're the worst. Internet trolls are like, I know that's like the most, the thing to say, like internet trolls are the worst, but they can get so brutal, so yeah. brutal. Uh, you guys ever heard of that uh, PAX convention that goes mm-hmm. on for gaming? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I went to PAX and it was in San Antonio many years ago. And they did like internet troll, uh, like board, you know, like p- panel. Sorry. Um, you see, I'm such a bad nerd. Um, <laughs> and they did like a panel and it was like internet trolls. And I thought, oh, they're going to like talk about how internet trolls were bad. And it was literally like internet trolls, like real ones on the panel talking how great they are and like a little kid got up and he's crying i'm gonna go dark i told you i'd go dark this um (laughs) little kid gets up and he's like crying and he's like you know i just want to play my game and you could like i just want to go up and hug him and i don't even like kids right Mm -hmm. and um he's like well how do i deal with it and they were so mean to this little kid like just get off the computer and it was awful it was so and then ever since then i'm like gamers are the worst even though like i'm married to one and i'm i'm semi-faux gamer right so, and completely obsessed with Supernatural, which, by the way, it doesn't draw, like, a huge gamer crowd, right. I've noticed. Like, it draws such okay. great people. <laughs> yeah. 
No, it's wonderful. Because I was like, hey, this I can't believe this video game community is so great. And my husband's like, it's not really a video game community. And I'm like, that's why I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a living dichotomy. I don't think those two things can actually exist in the same. Right? Like, it's not like you're going to go on The Last of Us and it's going to be like this great community. They're just going to be arguing over, you know, somebody's outfit and somebody's going to get murder threats. And I don't know. That actually sounds fun. Maybe I'll go on. <laughs> go start. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I, I'm like, God, I totally sidetracked off of how I got on the supernatural. We got to murder. The um, dark kid. <laughs> <laughs> crying. But yeah, it's really cool because when I got into it, then I started doing it like every day and I can actually like squat now. Right. Mm-hmm, me too. And <laughs> I get, I like, I'm so excited to do it. And I hate, unless I'm jumping off a board about to die and tra- like trapeze, then I hate anything physical. Right. So this really appeals to my, I don't want to move. I'd rather be drinking champagne and eating Doritos, right? <laughs> and I would still, but I, I love it enough to delay the champagne and Doritos. Yeah. You that's don't have great. to feel as bad about it. Right? <laughs> I don't, that's my problem is I don't feel bad. And I'm like, yeah, why I... am I overweight? I don't understand <laughs> as I'm like eating Doritos. <laughs> You're like crunch. What is wrong with me? Crunch. I just don't get it. Crunch. But I yeah, I will say this because I do do like um I'm trying to get back into being able to do pull ups um because I was able to do them well sort of I can get up to like the bottom of my chin right um and I started like working on like my upper body strength as far as like um outside of supernatural and I've noticed with supernatural and then working on my strength like I am getting into much better shape and I. And fitting into my clothes again a little bit better. And, you know, it's like I'm slowly, it's not overnight, but I'm slowly getting back to where I was before. And it, and the journey isn't terrible, yeah. right? It's not like I have to go to a gym and deal with people. You guys know. <laughs> I'm there. Technical difficulties. Beep, boop, 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 beep. Wonder if she can hear us. <laughs> oh, did I lose you? Did I lose you? You're back. Oh, now, wow. Oh, shoot, yeah, that was weird. Faded out, and then we're like, oh, like, what? Else? Oh my gosh, it was a fade out. Good though, was it like? Yeah, it was tense, great. Like, oh, it's a hurricane, and then it was. Ooh, that would be great. <laughs> I'm gonna have to listen to myself when this is. <laughs> I gotta hear my fade out, man. For me, just stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'll edit it nicely so you can get a good fade out vibe from it. Oh, good, good. <laughs> Secret of life. (laughs) (laughs) I actually think I don't like my screensaver went on. I think it was my fault. I'd love to blame you guys, but I think that was totally on my end. We're still here. (laughs) I'm going to take a whiskey to that. The screensaver. I hate you. Right? You know, if I was responsible, I just would have like, you know, gone to my settings and I'll just have to remember every few minutes. You told me you knew what you were doing. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no. I just never take, told you such a thing. <laughs> just hit the control key on your keyboard. Your <laughs> uh, I had to learn all this in, in like half an hour. I'm like, oh, this should be interesting. That's part of my experiment. This is all just a big experiment. I don't send any instructions and I don't do anything. Ten minutes to I'm like, here, click this. Do that. Do this. Oh, my God. I love it. That is great. I wish I could do that in all areas of life. Oh. Except for surgery or something important. <laughs> hey, you've never done open heart? Here, you got oh. 10 minutes. 
You just see them watching the YouTube video as you're getting gassed. Oh, oh, my, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> oh my gosh, wouldn't it be great if a doctor like did that just as a joke? <laughs> you piece of <laughs> oh that'd be so good person wakes up forever with PST, which uh, PTSD I guess which is no joke that's awful but but in my world right now from that would be hilarious it would be a good show yeah really <laughs> <laughs> if I was a doctor I would do it I'm not gonna lie I'd lose my license but that would be worth it How'd you lose your license? Let Check me tell you about video. YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Impractical Jokers. My life was never the same. Oh my God, I love that show. That's a great show. <laughs> like, I love all those guys. Like, I want to be their friend. Like, I want to move to New York and be their friend. But then they call that stalking, so yeah. I'm not allowed to do that. I actually I met Murr. We went to yeah. a show of theirs, and he was just out walking around. I'm like, Murr. And, um, I think I saw that on your Facebook. Yeah, Do you have probably. a picture of it or something? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and oh my god! My previous spouse at the time, like she'd always, she's gonna kill me. She'd always put her cell phone like sticking out of her bra area, and I'm like, don't do that, please. And I'd beg, like I don't like that. Come on, whatever. So then, I think that's a great place, by the way. It's well, I'm a, convenient. I'm, a, I'm a guy. What do I know? Well, get some boobs. You'll understand. That's All great. Right. Boobs, if it wasn't for boobs are the best purses. <laughs> like if you walk around or you look at those movies with like undercover cops without their coat on and they have that shoulder harness with the gun, mm-hmm. it looks so cool. So I'm jealous. Now I want yeah. a reason to have straps all over myself. Hey, but get we, some boobs. Yeah. All right. I'll start eating Doritos. Yeah. <laughs> But her and I were just arguing, not arguing, we were just kind of playing around about it, and then he just happened to walk by, and I called him out. And I'm like, what do you think about this? Just, you know, off the spot. Like, this is what's going on, and he's just, I'm like, wouldn't it be the same if we were to put our cell phone in our underwear? And he just looks at his cell phone, puts it in his underwear, he's like, yeah, it'd be about the same. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he was oh, fun. that's great. <laughs> he's so funny. You know those guys have got to be funny in real life, right? Yeah. There's no way they just got that way for television. Yeah. My favorite one is Q. Yeah. He, uh, I listened to the Tell Him Steve Day podcast from the Kevin Smith world, and he's one, one third of the three guys on there, and it's, it's just a good time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's hysterical. Plus, I love Kevin Smith. How do I not know that he's on a podcast with him? <laughs> I don't know. Gosh, I know. I need to be a better fangirl. Like everything I love, I know nothing about. I'm like the worst fan. I'm a lazy fangirl. <laughs> There's just so I, much nowadays. Right? You can't right? keep up with everything. <laughs> <laughs> like the only good knowledge, like the only good fangirl knowledge I have is like so random. It's like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> you know? Like I know everything about it. Yeah, even that, now, like. You can't spend that cred anymore. <laughs> no, not at all. Like for my birthday, this is no joke. This is how weird I am. Every year for my birthday. I want a bottle of champagne and I want to listen to the uh, Buffy the Musical episode and the Dr. Horrible series. And like, then my birthday is like complete. And that's what I do. And I usually drink more than a bottle of champagne. I usually get plastered and sing every song and make everyone who's with me sing, even though they don't know the words. I'm like, if I wasn't, (laughs) if I was not me and I had to hang out with me on my birthday, I would go out of town that day. Like, I'm (laughs) awful. It's bad. And it sounds like I'm exaggerating, but it's not. I should probably get a thank you card to everyone who <laughs> spends their birthday with me. You have to sign a disclaimer and you'll get a thank you card. <laughs> right. 
thankfully most of my friends already know all the words to the song so they just uh they sing along i have one super enthusiastic like one friend who loves like buffy and and dr horrible no two that love it just as much as me but they live all the way in arizona so mm. i don't get the i don't get to celebrate with them all the time yeah it's, it's tough. yeah it's so sad it's so depressing that i don't have buffy people <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you, I, I, I tried to talk to people about supernatural. I'm going back to supernatural. I'm going to skip around guys. Sorry. That's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I try to talk to people about supernatural and like, uh, um, you know, like try to sell them on it. Like almost like a salesperson, like this is the best thing in the world. And everybody tries to compare it to Beat Saber and yeah. nobody, I'm already weird. So they just think it's some weird shit I'm into, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's so hard for me to. Uh, get people to love it the way I love it. And my husband played it for like all of three minutes, three minutes. <laughs> and he's like, no, I don't like it. And I'm like, you didn't even get through a whole song. Like, you don't know if you like it. You were in Iceland. Have you been to the wall yet? To the Great Wall of China? No. <laughs> Have you f- retrofitted yet? No. <laughs> so stop judging. You see some of those reviews, though, where they're yeah, like, I was gonna oh. Say. <laughs> so, oh, it's a subscription. Yeah, it's to keep you assholes out. Yep. Right, like you pay the twenty dollars. I have a terrible habit of, it, like, I go back and forth. I'll see one, and it's like ten minutes of you got to say something. Don't say anything. You're gonna be. I gotta say something. And the right. last time I did, I'm like, this guy was like, it's just beat saber clone bullshit. I'm like, have you tried it? Like, I am eighty four hours to the day in, and uh, it has like three hundred songs c- compared to beat sabers like. 21 20 that you get that you don't pay for and you get workout and this is how many you know and i laid it all out and he didn't reply to me he he would only reply to other people like attacking him so i'm right. like whatever dude well why are you coming at him with facts and <laughs> that's you're a dick uh, no. <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm kidding you're actually very lovely <laughs> yeah i will say so i'm gonna compliment you because on no. our yeah oh. no it's gonna happen i know it hurts me as i'm doing it i didn't but... sign up for this on our group i love even in the app right how supportive you are to everybody no matter where they are on the journey i mean most people in the app are and in the group are right everybody seems Mm -hmm. so supportive and there's such a great group of people but i i really see like you put a lot of effort into um, making people feel good about their day right like they do a workout and you make a comment like awesome job and just stuff that you don't have to do and you do do um, and I think it's, I think it's lovely. It's great. And you know, okay, should be proud so of yourself. You I don't do never try. know if it turns a day, day around for somebody yeah, you know, like they're having a bad day. That's kind of what I tell myself. And I've said like, I literally every day it's like, okay, you have to put the phone down and get, and get like, I'm late for work getting out the door. <laughs> it's like enough is enough. You don't, you know, it's enough. But a lot of the, like I've said it on the other podcasts, like everyone's, you know, there's 67 year old people in there and just the fact they're in vr blows my mind let alone like doing the workouts i'm doing and matching or beating my score and it's just like that blows my freaking mind i think that's, that's awesome and that inspires so awesome. me right so like i just hop in there and i'm just like I, and i've um commented to the supernatural team i'm like the, the app is great I'm like we gotta put a little focus on the phone app because it's really hard to go in there because I ha- I've, I'm following so many people and it, it puts up every workout they do and I'm like it's really hard to 
to get to a bunch of people when you got to scroll through someone who's crazy and doing six workouts in a row it's like i need something quicker to where i can just talk to these people yeah and there's so, a whole bunch of those crazies i yeah. mean i love them like god bless them but where do you get that energy mm-hmm. like how much coffee are they drinking before <laughs> six workouts like i did like i think the most i've ever done was three and this is before i was like really involved in the app part of it and i just thought i was like i'm i'm amazing i'm unstoppable right <laughs> and then and then, but every day it's just one now right but um, because I'm not, I'm not unstoppable, <laughs> unstoppable. Um, but then I look at some of these people and they've got all these workouts and I'm like, what the, I've been flying on a trapeze for a year <laughs> and like I'm winded after one workout. I mean, it's hard. To, it's so hard for me. But then I know like there's, you know, cause people will post like their triple platinums and their diamonds, which please do because that is such an accomplishment. And I love seeing that uh, people, cause they work hard to achieve that. Right. Yeah. Um, but I know that there's so many people out there that are like me that are, uh, you know, started off in the bronze and silver, right. And that, um, you know, really when they, you know, they're in, maybe they're in the platinum era or the double platinum and they're just really, they're putting in as much effort as anyone else's. So honestly, when I'm on the app and I see like a silver or platinum, like I just think it's so great. Like you it's not is nobody's getting discouraged from it. Nope. You know, we're just pushing on and nobody's better than anybody. And um, everybody's in their own journey. And it's so, um, I don't know, heartening that uh, everybody's so supportive, but nobody's like, Oh, screw you and your bronze yeah. <laughs> you know, like, well, loser to, bronze. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it's like, I see someone either new or not new and they have a couple silver bronze or whatever in a row. And I think that's harder because it is yeah. easier to get discouraged. And it's just like they, they're the ones I talk to the most. And I'll like, and that's the thing with me. And that I was mentioning the app needs a little work because I'll, I'm really bad with names and I try to like use their name in it. So A, I learn it and B, it's more personal. But there's so many times I have to back out. I'm like, I, how do you spell that again? Like, who am I talking to? And it's just driving <laughs> me nuts. But I'm, you know, I want to talk to those people more because. I've been there and it, it's, it would, I would hate to see someone just get discouraged and give up and I don't want to see right. that. So. <laughs> right. My, my thing is I think like people will see like people doing six workouts and go, well, I'll never be there. Yeah. Right. Which they will. Um, but you know, I, I hope nobody that that's why for me, I really do want to encourage the people who aren't, you know, um, getting the super high scores because I'm so, I, I'm like you, I'm like even a little bit more proud of them, you mm-hmm. know, even though I'm really proud of the, triple platinum's like i'm even a little bit more proud that you're you know you're showing up because you literally this is gonna sound so i'm gonna be a hippie (laughs) for a minute right but like you really can do anything you put your mind to yeah like i hate to bring it back and let me talk all about trapeze but um (laughs) in our group of trapeze at our school there's a lady her name's betty and she's in the uh guinness book of world records for the oldest female performer flyer and she is 84 i think (laughs) And she is, I think she might, she's either 84 or 85 now, because it's been a while. I think she'll permanently be 84 in my mind. But um, she, she does, you know, uh, she does double layouts and uh, just these amazing back end splits and uh, just these amazing tricks. And she's out of lines on some of them. And um, it's, you see her and she's just an absolute inspiration. When we, we actually got married at the trapeze rig and did like a trapeze thing for our wedding. And she came to my wedding and more people were enthused about seeing her than they were us. And I thought it was fabulous. Like she's like, 
the fact that she can inspire. And when she started at, she started in her seventies and she started just like everybody else, like, um, in lines, afraid, you know, she still is, gets afraid and she struggles with things. And so to me, I almost compare that to supernatural, like the people who start and maybe they're older or maybe they're like me, they're injured or, and I'm also older, right. But maybe they're older, uh, injured or whatever. And they think, you know, I can't be at that level. Yes, you can. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? If she could be flying and doing these fabulous tricks at 84, any of us can be doing anything, yeah. right? I mean, some mornings I can't even put my pants on right without right? falling over. <laughs> so that's right. <laughs> right. I'm so happy when I don't fart myself awake. <laughs> oh, God, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was. You say that the other day, like, this is my injury. Like, I've been injured for a couple of days, but not in, that's not my excuse for not being in Supernatural. My excuse is the hurricane, which is a horrible excuse. But um, I got a we, – we don't have air conditioning because I live on the beach. And when they um, build houses or condos on the beach, um, they think, like, oh, these people don't need air, mm. <laughs> right? They're, on, they're, like, they get the ocean air. It's crap because when it gets hot, it gets really hot in these places. So I have this, uh, like, portable – evaporative air cooler that you put ice in right yeah and i I literally put it next to my bed and have it blow on me not my husband he can screw off but um (laughs) it's on me and uh so like four in the morning i'll wake up and get more ice and like throw more ice in it and literally i woke up for no reason whatsoever fell over skinned my knees all up skinned my couldn't get back up right away had to wake my husband up to help me off the floor (laughs) He's like, what? Like, imagine you're sleeping and then your wife is screaming on the floor. And what happened? She was getting ice. That's it. Like, that's <laughs> that's my competent level of living, right? That's where I'm at. That's when you have that conversation <laughs> with yourself. Am I just getting older? Or what the fuck? <laughs> no, I could have done that at 16. I'm not a functional human. Like, I'm not. So, I mean, I've got better stories than ice, but they're not fr- family friendly. I'm not functional, right? You don't have to be family friendly. <laughs> Maybe you just put the fun and dysfunctional. <laughs> well, I'm very dysfunctional. You know, sometimes, like, I've actually asked my, um, uh, the president of my company, like, how have I not been fired? Like, how am I still here? Like, how am I still here? <laughs> like, I've asked that, but it's just for, like, I have a real problem not being inappropriate all the time. So. That's my problem. Okay. So I got an award once for no reason. You remember the show The Office? Mm-hmm. Um, and then how they give the Dundee Awards. Mm-hmm. Um, so I loved, this is like back in 2009, maybe. I don't remember. I'm guessing. I but I loved the, the show. I Office for the first time last year. So <laughs> What? Like Christmas time, I power through every episode in, of the, it's my favorite thing. I am in love with Dwight with all my heart. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so they got me a Dundee Award nice. and the award says, uh, did she really just say that award? Because <laughs> awesome. I don't. Yeah, I'm not appropriate. I try to be. It's not like I'm like, oh, I can't wait to say this inappropriate thing. Right. Mm-hmm. I just don't think before I speak. And then it comes out sometimes really bad. <laughs> right? As long so, as it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is to me. Yep. Right. <laughs> like, I'm never on purpose funny. Like if I try, like if I try to tell you guys a joke, it would be so bad. It would be so bad. Right. But. Like, I'm accidentally funny. And I think I'm hilarious. Right? I'm like, oh, I just said that. That was really good. Too bad it wasn't recorded, right? Um, and then I tell everyone how I'm not really that funny. But I think I'm hysterical. 
Yeah, it's like you say something and no one laughs. And it's like, I don't care. That was just for me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> What's great is when you're in a room, sometimes we do like some legal stuff at work, right? And you're in a room full of lawyers and like you make an inside joke, but the inside joke is for you mm-hmm. and nobody else <laughs> in the room. And you're laughing and they're all like, oh, my God, this is this is worse than we thought. <laughs> Intervention time. <laughs> <laughs> But it is always like like some uh, we talked about this, I think, maybe before we started recording, but it's like always some like Monty Python reference or <laughs> some some reference from something. I mean, my Python's not obscure, but like obscure. So like how many me? I love uh, what was that show called? So IT show. Do you IT remember crowd. that? IT crowd. Like, I love that. And so like yep. whenever I have a computer problem. I call my IT people and I'm like, yes, I turned it off and back on again. And I think I'm hysterical. And they like, none of them know. If you what called I'm, me like... and with that, I'd just die laughing. We were, <laughs> we just recorded our other podcast two nights ago and we had a bunch of IT reference, IT crowd references. So that's awesome. <laughs> you know that there was a rumor. Um, oh, who's the guy with, uh, not the main character, but the other friend in the basement. What's his name? Roy in the show. I Yes. Um, so there was a rumor that he was going to be uh, a doctor for Doctor Who. And I was so excited. And nobody was excited. They're like, he's the worst choice. He's not even that funny. And I'm like, you know what? what? Screw you. Have you- <laughs> yeah, he's hysterical. I, that guy's so funny. I've attempted to watch Doctor Who and I've never, it's never stuck. But if he did, I would watch it. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know what? If, I'm going to say, although you're probably like me and you have to go through the whole thing. If you just skip Eccleston and go straight to Tennant, <laughs> You will love Doctor Who. It is very I funny. I like Tenet a lot. Tenet's so good. He is so good. He was my favorite Doctor for a while. And then I got into a ph- philosophical argument about Doctors. And then I realized <laughs> that Matt Smith actually embraces what the Doctor was supposed to be ever. So then he became my favorite. But I have a massive love for Tenet, who, by the way, was one of the best villains in Jessica Jones. Yes. <laughs> ever. I've only seen one episode of Doctor Who, and it was in Eccleston. Oh, yeah. So I was like... You need to go back to, you know, gone in 60 seconds here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're dude, cool. They're so corny. They're so bad. They're yeah. so bad. There was a part where it was kind of like some lady recognized him for what he is. And she was like, knew that somehow the rest of his kind had been, you know, obliterated or something. He started like he had a tear coming down his face or something. <laughs> I was like. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah. I have a problem with entertainment or media that's like, if if it seems like I wrote it or worse, then I can't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I could write better than that. I can't. I can't. Yeah, and, you know, like my husband was a huge Doctor Who fan. He's the one who made me uh, start watching it, right? Like forced me like Clockwork Orange style, right? <laughs> nice. And um, and when I, after I got through the Eccleston and it kind of like kind of like okay this isn't so bad but i think it was like i was brainwashed at that time because i had seen so many episodes in a row you know um but by the time tenant hit he was so good at it and you kind of have that history of the doctor with eccleston that it was it was just a ama- like blow your mind amazing once tenant starts playing the doctor and he is hysterical and dark and all those things i love it then i loved it then i was like okay i get what you're i get your thing now right i'm gonna like, get the doctor it. It's so good. It's so good. It's like, um, I don't know. Okay. I, I know I keep pop culture referencing. This is so bad. I'm such an asshole, but um, I don't know if you guys ever watched Portlandia. Yep. Okay. So you remember the episode where they had to, um, uh, where they watched Battlestar Galactica? Yep. 
and then they're like um you know they turn off their electricity and everything and then that's literally exactly how i came went from uh into doctor who right so i had literally and god hopefully no one i work with is ever listening to this but i had uh put on uh i think the first episode of battlestar galactica is like two hours right and i put on battlestar galactica and by the first episode i'm like okay well i just want to see what these toasters do like who's (laughs) Who's a who's a Cylon? What, what's going on? So I'll just watch one more episode and then I'll go to bed, right? Mm-hmm. Watch another episode and I'm like, okay, I'm I'm gonna be really sick and call into work mm-hmm. and I'll just I'll just skip a day, right? And I think I skip. I always tell people I skip Friday. I, I lie. I think um, <laughs> I, I tell people I skip Friday and then I had Saturday and Sunday. I actually skip Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then I think I finished it up on Sunday and I just power watched everything and it was not. Uh, I mean, it wasn't like the next day. It was many, many moons <laughs> later. But it, like, I felt like that's what Doctor Who did to me. Like, I just, and if you remember in the episode, they sit down. They're like, "Have you ever seen Doctor Who?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you get the idea that it like goes all over again. Yeah, but. I did the same thing with Battlestar. I was managing like an apartment complex at the time, so I was I had a lot of free time, and that showed like I didn't know about it until like the third season so the first three seasons i watched in like four days and then my wife uh, had never seen it so like last year i'm like we gotta try it she's like well what's with the portlandia thing i'm like well let's watch battlestar and then we'll come back and watch that and it'll make sense to you and that's what we did and she's like that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> it's so true too <laughs> And then I like I put it up on Facebook, like, isn't this hilarious? And only like two people are, got it. <laughs> Everyone else is like, Portlandia is dumb. I'm like, watch Battlestar Galactica. Shut up. <laughs> Such a good show. They Such have their show. moments. They have their moments. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I like I, I like I have no idea why Portlandia, like the uh, the uh, woman's own bookstore, mm-hmm. you know, because I consider myself a feminist. Right. I'm all woman power about everything right even when i shouldn't be even when it's not a good <laughs> reference right um but i love those you know those <laughs> the women right who own the bookstore it's so funny just how much they love their vaginas it's so great it's so great like i want to be them i want to love my vagina that way like i want to sell books and um have a lot of drama <laughs> with my best friend right? yeah just talk about your downstairs a lot i mean I wouldn't love that. (laughs) Don't oppress me. (laughs) Uh, The last, I don't know if you saw last season, but it was so, they're so good. They're so good. Watch it if you haven't seen it. It's one of those things you watch. I don't think I've watched all of it. They tend to start to blur together, but I think my wife had had watched all of them. Yeah, it's a must. It's like, so I'm. I'm supposed to be talking supernatural, and literally all I'm doing is talking oh, no, TV no, no, no. shows. <laughs> we just always lead with supernatural to break the ice and get it going, but it's it's all about you, so it's perfect. It's more fun to have a conversation, see what yep. makes people tick. <laughs> well, wait until I get into my murder obsession. Homicide <laughs> <laughs> hunter. <laughs> like that's my like. Um, I don't know. I'm sure you've heard the per- podcast, my favorite murder, right? My wife loves it. It's so good. It's such a great podcast. And I didn't even know it existed for like the first 108 episodes. Right? Was it you that posted that on Facebook? About my favorite murder? Uh, yeah, Probably. Like, yeah. 
And I'm like, hey, I think you'd like this. Look at this. She's like, I've talked to you about that a couple of times. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was listening at the time, damn it. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a, if you've never listened to that podcast, you have to. It's Especially if you like true crime, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's so, well, you know, it's like two women that I feel like one of them is just like me, right? So I feel like I'm like their best friend in the middle of their <laughs> living room. Like, we're all talking murder. But yeah. what really made me relate to them was... Um, how they met and they're all at a dinner party and I'm going to fuck this up. Oh, sorry. I'm going to mess this up. Um, <laughs> and they're all at a dinner party and they're um, uh, one of them starts talking about a murderer, Ted Bundy, let's say whoever. Right. And everyone starts getting really uncomfortable because that's not a topic that you should know so much <laughs> about and like love. And that's literally my life. Like I love uh, like the idea. I don't love killing people, but I like the idea of the, that these things exist and they're Mm -hmm. so crazy and they make me so scared. And so it's interesting to me because I fear it, right? Like I fear being murdered. I fear that those people exist. I want to believe that everybody is good. And so I get obsessed about this topic, right? And so she's the same. So everyone's kind of like, oh, they're all quiet and like really weirded out by her. And then the other one, I think it was Karen, was like leans over and like, tell me all about it. I love this, right? (laughs) And that's how they ended up getting the podcast because they both had this Thing that they thought only was their interest like it was like this obscure thing that they liked mm-hmm. right and then come to find out like all of us like it and we all want to hear about it we just don't talk about it because uh it makes you like an outcast kind of to like that subject yeah. but i've always talked like i've always been like i love true crime i love uh like all the uh i don't know if you ever watched south park oh. um but like <laughs> the murder porn all the murder porn i love it right <laughs> Anyone who has not seen South Park um, is going to think murder porn. What's wrong with her? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the true crime shows, right? Yeah. So I love all of them. And I can watch, like, literally, I, it sounds so bad. I saw a meme on it and I was like, oh, that's me. Um, <laughs> but, like, I listen, like, I put my phone, like, I have Netflix on my phone and I have Amazon Prime on my phone. <laughs> and I, like, put on, like, uh, like, a murder show, like, before I go to bed because it helps me go to sleep, right? <laughs> I need to explain that later, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> because it's so like, like I could fall asleep. I know how it ends, right? Like yeah. I know that person that they're talking about in past tense is going to die, right? And that everybody's super sad about it. So it's like not something I have to pay too much attention to. And But it's like background noise. I can't sleep without background noise, right? Yeah. But then I might wake up to something like super interesting, like, but we don't know who it is. And then I wake up at like <laughs> three in the morning, like, halfway through the show like oh I wonder who it was right? <laughs> and I have like really weird dreams so, so that's not the good part but um but yeah I love that stuff it's so good it's yeah, so good my wife and, likes to fall asleep to ancient aliens because I that. love that show she's yeah. your wife is amazing I need to meet her yeah you guys would get along really well but um I love her already <clears throat> so aside from that like every night we put on old time radio and it's on a timer and all that fun stuff so it fades out at a certain point but it's like every night and she's like, what would you think of that one last time? I'm like, I literally fall asleep in two minutes. I, I hear a couple sentences and I'm out, so I don't remember. But <laughs> Now, does she rewatch? Like, she's seen all the ancient aliens and now she rewatches them? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. And anytime she's not feeling well or she, you know, she just has to, like, relax and sleep on yeah. the couch. She'll put it on and she's out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that and, like, the Ghost Hunter shows. Yeah. Those mm-hmm. are the best. I actually used to be a paranormal investigator, so I love that crap. What? <laughs> yeah, I belong. So in Texas, when I lived there, because I lived there for a while, um, I joined 24-Hour Paranormal. 
like I went on one of their ghost, like they do like public ghost hunts to um, uh, kind of fund what they do because um, when they go to like the private homeowner's house, like somebody calls 24 hour, they uh, email them and say, Hey, you know, we have activity in our house. Um, we didn't charge. We don't go in and say, okay, we'll pay us money mm-hmm. or pay our gas or anything. We go in free. We do an investigation. If something's found there, we can give them some advice on how to get rid of it, right? Or um, we can like call somebody in to get rid of something. Or if it's just, you know, your water pipes are dripping and it's that's all it is, we can, you know, uh, you know, ease fears. You know, 80% of the time, 90% of the time, it's something very explainable, mm-hmm. right? Um, that's like that's the thing people don't realize it's really boring <laughs> you sit around <laughs> in a dark room talking to yourself and nothing happens but um but the times that it's not boring is so fun to me um but uh i met them on they do a public hunt um so you go to like a haunted hotel that's abandoned um and then the owners give you access to it and so it would be like 50 dollars a person and then you get to spend the night and you get to learn how to operate ghost hunting equipment <laughs> and um, go on an actual hunt so you have the experience overnight right and so that's how they funded themselves. And I went on one of those and it was the, it was Hill House, I believe. Um, and Hill House, uh, not what you see on TV, it's Hill House Manor. And I forget what city in um, Texas it is, but it's really haunted. And um, the girl was on a, a haunting. Do you remember the, the show A Haunting? Yeah. Um, the lady who owns it was on that. And um, I went and I fell in love and it just started. Um, I, they let me like be a part of the group and I learned how to do investigations, how to do interviews. And then I joined dark to light paranormal. And then I left Texas and I haven't found a good group since then, hmm. but um, we have some really good haunted places down here in California. So like sometimes I'll bring friends out and we'll go to a haunted hotel and just do our own like nice. for fun investigations. But like, I love that. So I love seeing it on the TV because it's so not how it really is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, So it's like yeah. so entertaining to me because like, you know, them, uh, oh, you know, hear that noise and <laughs> like every two minutes, nobody, that's not how it happens. Right? See, I would rather watch the actual boring stuff. I would get into that, but the stuff that they show, it's like, I, I can't watch that. I don't. <laughs> yeah, it, it gets bad. Like there are some shows that you can tell, like they're trying, like they're trying, like the new Ghost Hunters. Um, oh, what is the one with Amy? I can't remember the one. Oh, Kindred Spirits. Hmm. You know, you can tell that they're trying to be, uh, real and uh do a good investigation and honestly if you see some of those like the new ghost hunters and ghost nation and kindred spirits you can kind of see some really good techniques and you know as much as i really do i love ghost adventures because i just love how crazy zach baggins is like he's nut job and i love it and i love him but like nothing about that's real <laughs> like i know i'm watching sci-fi but i i do a secret i guess not secretly because i'm telling you but i do love it it's so good it's a guilty pleasure right? <laughs> it is a guilty pleasure but i don't like i don't have like like i'm not the type of person like i'm never going to tell anyone i watch this yeah. like no i watch it i'm dumb <laughs> yeah. i like a lot of dumb stuff and i don't care <laughs> right asian aliens is dumb but it's so great <laughs> you've met it's my brother so great. Oh, that's... <laughs> what? Wake up, Wookie. <laughs> you guys are having yeah, such Wookie. a grand old conversation about shows I've never heard of. No, You've I'm... never heard of Ancient Aliens? No. I wouldn't tell when they come down if, here? if my wife didn't watch it. I don't really watch a lot of TV, so... Wow, I watch a lot, funny. but not not that one, I guess. Yeah, it's 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 pretty much the same show over and over, you know? 
like aliens came down through the pyramids or in South America. It's it's ridiculous. It's awful. And it's so good. And I can never say that guy's name. You know, the Greek guy I'm talking mm-hmm. about, George Stapalopoulos or George, I don't know what his name is, with the crazy hair <laughs> yep, that exactly. you see the memes. Yeah, like <laughs> aliens. Like he's on like most of the episodes and he's so silly that I just, I love it. Like I want the aliens to be real just because of that show. Yeah. Right? What is wrong with that guy's hair? That's the guy I'm thinking of because I keep seeing <laughs> memes where like his hair is normal and then just goes crazier and crazier, like slow motion stuck his finger in a light socket. <laughs> Yeah, it's so weird. Like, does he have a mirror? Like, did he lose? Like, does he know what he looks like? Or is it like, is he just owning it? Because if he's owning it, that's kind of hot, right? But <laughs> his hair is out of control. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like, I, I I want everyone to wear their hair that way. It's so awful. <laughs> did he, he passed away, right? No. No, no he, did he? Oh, my gosh. I, don't ruin my world. Did he pass away? I, I thought so, but I I have no idea. I just thought I heard that. I I'm don't sorry know. If he, I'm sorry to get you all worked up if he did. I'm, oh my I gosh! We get off. I'm going to Google it. I'll be so sad. But I haven't seen him on any alien shows, so like, now I don't know. He's he's got to be on a podcast or a talk show somewhere where they're like, "All right, what's the story with the hair?" <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> what is the story with the hair? Because like here, you know, like the guy is a normal looking guy, like besides the hair which makes him absolutely insane but like he's a normal guy but i guess he's like a physical fitness that was his major Hmm. and he's like you know international he'd studied internationally and like all this stuff and then all of a sudden he got into like he joined mufon and then got into aliens and then became an expert right (laughs) which is so weird like my husband laughs at all this shit because he doesn't believe in any of it and so like he can't even stand like he's like you wookie he doesn't even know what these shows are right like he's like this is awful and um and like to me it's like what like what brought this guy into mufon like what what made him into aliens and like he made like this it might be genius what if the guy didn't believe in any of it it was just a way to get rich right like genius yeah Oh, I want to like, and how do you, well, as my husband's always like, how do you become an alien expert? Yeah. Like what, since we don't know anything about and aliens. Just and own it. <laughs> right. And grow crazy hair and no one will fuck with you. <laughs> but you know how many, like all he has to do is put that title down yeah. and then they pay him a ton of money to go to these conventions and then a ton of money to go on. Like, I want to be some kind of weird expert like that. Right. Like invisible spider expert or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I don't think there's conventions for that. All those Sasquatch hunters, you know. (laughs) They're so great. (laughs) They're so great. Like, there's that show, Hunting Big... I've never seen it, right? Like, Searching for Bigfoot or Hunting Bigfoot or whatever. Mm -hmm. I've never seen it because I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll believe in aliens, but Bigfoot? (laughs) (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Don't be ridiculous. (laughs) Right? Because I'm that kind of asshole. But, um, (laughs) But, yeah, they're like, the show... It's like, I don't even have to watch it. I know you don't find Bigfoot because <laughs> if you had found Bigfoot, it'd be in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Like, all I know is I know the ending of your show and I don't like it, <laughs> right? Because if I'm watching Finding Bigfoot or Hunting Bay, whatever the hell it's called, like, I want to, I'm watching for the suspense, right? Well, where is he? Did you find him? But like, I know you didn't. There so. He was. <laughs> <laughs> and why is every picture blurry? <laughs> Fuck off. Like, really? Like, Nobody out there who has a camera who was around Bigfoot had one clear picture. 
Especially that in this one. day and age. There's no cell phone it's... video. Come on. Yeah, you got your iPhone. Everything. <laughs> right. Bigfoot chased your car for five minutes and you couldn't get your iPhone out <laughs> to turn around and take his picture. You know? It's like those people. I know you guys probably don't know this because it's crazy and <laughs> I, you know, research crazy shit. But like the Mothman and people who are spotting Mothman in Chicago. Like, mm-hmm. guys, Chicago's kind of big. Right. If the Mothman was flying around Chicago, there'd be like 20 pictures. There'd be an Instagram for the Mothman. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, it's ridiculous. I'm like, how would you like covertly be a Mothman? Right. Like, how do you, you're flying, you're in the fucking air. Sorry. You're in the air. Right. Like, Unless he's using ladders. Right. Like, at least Sasquatch like is in the crowd. woods. Right. <laughs> Oh, look, I'm going to go back on IT crowd. Sorry. But <laughs> you know the vampire that was in the closet? Yes, Richmond. Yeah. So, you know, he's on that great British Bake Off yep. show. Oh, my. And I was so- you would be <laughs> best friends with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> my husband, like, will only, like, that's his favorite show in the whole world is the yeah. great British, like, his favorite show because he doesn't like uh, confrontation, <laughs> but he likes to watch people cook. And, like, the British are super nice, but there's not, like, uh, you know, like, chopped where everyone's, like, you know, I'm going to murder you yep. uh, and then also fry these beans or something. You know what I mean? Where it's, like, oh, let me share this, the flour with you. Yeah. And let me tell you how great the cake that collapsed is. Like, it's so nice. And to me, that's boring. Like, I, when I'm watching TV, like, I want a whole bunch of crap to happen. <laughs> and the oh, cake is not interesting to me whatsoever. But I lo- for some reason, I love the show. Like, yeah. I love it. And my husband loves it. And, um, but he doesn't watch IT crowd. So when the new host came on and it was him, I'm like, oh, that's a vampire from the closet. And he's like, what the <laughs> hell is the wrong door. with <laughs> Yeah, she was, she was watching that show. And I'm like, I'll never watch. I just, it's, I can't. And she's like, oh, no, Fielding's going to be on the next season and going forward. I'm like, I didn't really, I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And I didn't really say anything. And secretly, I'm like, I would have watched it with you because he's in it. But she just burnt right through it and watched all of it. And like, I kind of felt a little hurt inside, but whatever. <laughs> well, let me sum it up for you. Everybody was super polite. <laughs> yeah, I have. I do walk through the through the living room when she's watching, and I'll watch it for like a minute or two, and it's kind of always the exact same thing. <laughs> It's so crazy. And then I watch it with my husband. I, I do get attached to it. I get emotionally attached to anything that I watch for more than an hour. And I'm and I am crazy. So I literally cry every episode. And I don't know why. Every time somebody leaves, I'm so devastated. Like I care about these people and I don't. Right. But for that one moment, I'm like, oh my God, your cake collapsed and you're leaving. I don't know how I'm gonna move on. <laughs> so bad. My husband really loves watching TV with me. Watching you or watching the TV? No, he hates it. Like, watching TV with me is his nightmare. I love my husband. He loves me deeply. But watching TV together, like, because I do get emotional. And then I talk. Obviously, I'm a talker, right? So I talk through the whole thing and ask questions that, like, both, neither one of us saw who the killer is, right? But for some <laughs> reason, I think he knows, right? And I'm like, who is it? Who, who did that? And he's, We're watching the same thing. Shh. And I can't, I can't, I'm so, I'm, I'm, I'm a nightmare in a movie theater. Like I'm, I'm, so I'm bad on my own couch in a movie theater. I'm even worse. Cause then I have like 
you know, many people who could answer my questions and I have no boundaries. So like the stranger behind me, you know, I'm asking my husband, okay, well, what's happening? Actually, I went to, with my mother-in-law to see Knives Out, I think yes. it's called. Yep. Great movie, by the way. And oh, it was so funny because when, oh, I can't remember what part it was, but it was a part that nobody laughed at. <laughs> and it was like a sick murder part. And I don't know why I found it so funny, but that whole movie's funny, right? Yeah. And something happened and I just started cracking up and, my mother-in-law is a saint, so but you could tell she was kind of like, what? what? <laughs> you know, like looking at me like, what did my son marry? Um, and then, but like I'm looking around as I'm laughing, like, like come on, guys, <laughs> come on, everyone, let's laugh. Nobody laughed. <laughs> but, like I like to interact with the people in the theater. I'm awful. I have um, a really bad comparison story to that, and this is gonna make me sound really bad. So I hope that helps. Oh, yes. So in high school, like, I didn't do homework and pay attention. I just, you know, flew by and got by and whatever. So I was doing bad in history class because, you know, history teachers are boring and they don't make it fun. So my best friend and I were in the same boat. He's like, all right, if you guys go watch this movie in the theater, you'll I'll just make sure you pass with like a C or whatever. So we did, and it was Schindler's List. Okay, uh, we were both 16, 17, stupid kids. And we were watching the movie, and I liked it, and it was cool. And that, well, not cool. I, you know what I mean. It was a good. Movie. Yeah, it was a good movie. It was very good. Yeah. <laughs> but the part where, and there's all these elderly people. Some of them probably, you know, very attached to the story. And I'm just a dumb kid. Like I don't really don't understand what I'm watching at the point. So when the kids started jumping in the outhouses and stuff, I chuckled. Right. Because I was like, oh, my God, that's gross. And I kind of chuckled and the entire theater like glared at me and I felt like such an asshole. And when right. I think about it now and now that I know, you know, what everything means and what it was going like, oh, my God, what an idiot. Like, I hate right. myself. <laughs> oh, you shouldn't, though. Like, I think at 16, we like at that age, when we're in high school. Right. Mm. Like, that's when we're the most inappropriate accidentally. Yeah. Right. It's because uh, you're not thinking, well. You know, what is the, what are the, what's the history of this, right? Mm -hmm. What is, what does this mean? You're thinking, oh, they're jumping in an outhouse, right? Yeah. And good. I mean, like the good thing is you can look back on it and go, yeah, that was awful, yeah. right? Because you <laughs> understand that historically that was an awful event, right? I did apologize to everyone near me when we were leaving. I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh. Oh. So. Well, if that's the worst thing you've ever done, then God bless you. <laughs> It's not. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> but I like, like let the... me tell you that one time I sold fake speed in high school. <laughs> it's Comet. <laughs> um, I kind of like, I hate it when people talk in theaters, but in some movies, it makes the experiment, experience so much better mm -hmm. if it's more of a community thing and you're laughing and people are joking. Right. So, but it's hard to replicate that because it's either that happens or I'm watching it at home because. Right. I think I saw like John Wick 2 or something in the theater by myself. The guy right behind me, like, there's nobody in the theater. This couple sits right behind me for yeah. some odd reason. Like, <laughs> and so one annoying. Seat to the right. And there's a part in the John Wick movie, you know, he killed a guy with a fucking pencil. And the, in the second movie, he's talking about it again. And this guy behind me feels like, you know, instead of watching the highly paid actors say their lines, he's going to say it. No. Wife. Oh, and I turn no. around. And I looked at him, I'm like, shut it. And just went back to the movie. <laughs> he kept on doing it. I'm like, 
Asshole, do you want me to jump over the seat and sit right next to you for the rest of the fucking movie? And he just stopped talking. And I was like, thank you. And I was like, I'm a dickhead. (laughs) That's That's the time when being a dickhead's important, right? Because like, first of all, why would they sit right behind? That is so. Yeah. That's Why the do most people annoying. Do that. Yes. Yeah. Like. And it's COVID, people. Just kidding. That was that was. <laughs> but like for me, I don't give any vibe. Like, come sit near me. Yeah. Right. So if I'm not giving you the vibe, like go to the back of the theater or way up in the just get away from me. Right. You have a whole theater. I hate when that happens. I. And then and then to talk talk through it right behind you and not even have like a good like not a good com- if he has a good commentary that's one thing. <laughs> right, but to act it out, I'm with you. I love yeah. that you said the high paid actor. Yeah, and it's yeah. I, I give off the the most like don't stand by me vibe. Like <laughs> a friend of mine took me to this Decemberists concert once because I never heard of them, and um, and he's always complaining. He's going to shows and he's like, it's always butt to nut, and everyone's jostling. And he's like, I'm right around six foot, and he's probably I don't know what is fizzy PJs. He little six foot ones. two. Yeah, something yeah, like. he's a little taller, but he's he's a tall dude. And everyone's pushing him around. And I go stand next to him. And I'm just like glaring at people because they're getting too close. And I've got like a space for three people like right in front of me. <laughs> so I've got room to just like stand there. And this one girl like goes to like redo her hair. And she's like, can I bend over here for a second? And I was like, <laughs> sure thing, baby. And, you know, she just bent down, fixed her ponytail and stood back up. And this short guy walks over. I was like, is, can I stand here? And I said, no. And he just left. <laughs> he actually farted on his way out. And I was like, I don't know. I'm like, like God, I think that guy just stress farted, and everybody started laughing. <laughs> stress farted, and like you made a guy stress fart. That's like <laughs> legendary. That's legendary. and I'm just just me. I'm like not trying to be a dickhead. I'm like no, I, this is kind of unique. I like my space. Don't don't stand here. But right. I, I don't have the unless somebody knows me. I'm sure. Like I don't have the let's sit by that freak. You know. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> let's go cozy up to that gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> The one that looks oh so happy. <laughs> to look happier to see me. Plus, you're in the theater by yourself, right? Yeah. When this happened? Clearly Pretty much. You want to be alone. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Like, anyone who goes to a movie singularly, which I've done many times, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. anyone who goes to a movie singularly is not, like, begging other people. To, that is the person who just wants to watch the fucking movie, right? Yep. <laughs> like, if you go with the crowd, then maybe I could understand, like, oh, I'm going to sit near this crowd. They might be fun. Right, but single means shut up and sit far away from me. Like That's... I'm ditching people to watch this. Fuck off. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Got other like movie theater stories, but it's that's why I put a projector in my office and now I just watch movies at home. It's like this was so much better. It is. Like Amazon has a thing where you like in theaters now. Yeah, and I love it. Like I love because mm-hmm. I don't want to. Even before COVID, like I said, COVID, like I've trained it for my whole life. Right. But yeah. um, but even like before COVID, like I don't want to go sit in a theater around it. But because your experience, you're absolutely right. Your experience is either going to be completely amazing or awful. Yep. And there's like no in between. There's not like you never walk out of a movie like, mm, right? Like you either walk out of a movie. like, And I'm not talking about the movie itself, right? The yeah. experience, right? Like either you've walked out like I'm going to kill every <laughs> mother effer I see. Or you walk out like everybody's great, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> there's never in between. Yeah. yeah, and usually, too. like, the movie experience where everyone's great, like, where you're okay with it all, is, like, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, right? <laughs> like, yeah. you expect people to talk. You expect rice to be thrown at you. I don't expect food being thrown at me and people to talk when I go see some regular old movie, yeah. you know? It's, 
I've had moments where it's a conscious effort not to feel like a stalker walking behind someone to their car that was pissing you off during the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we're all getting out in the same lane and going to the same parking lot, like, this guy's going to kill me. <laughs> to bring a weird circle back around, since you've mentioned Rocky Horror Picture Show, um, a guy I work, used to work with, um, he's a six foot seven lawyer. Like, he's just tall. And he's like the head general legal counsel at some place. And in the middle of the office, he just started saying, yeah, when I was a kid, we used to go to the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And I used to like go to the ones where everyone would dress up and act out the parts down in the, the front floor. Like, like, please tell me you weren't the Tim Curry character. <laughs> like, was he? I don't remember which one he said he was. I, I don't actually. Have, I haven't actually seen that movie either because nobody I no wants to watch it, I guess. What? I don't know. I've just never seen it. I've never seen it. Um, you, or have you have to see it live. It's so much fun. I don't know if they still do. I did it in the late 80s, early 90s. And I lived in Michigan at the time. Right? And it was like there was a, a showing that would happen at like midnight on a Saturday every Saturday. And that's what us teenagers would sneak. We weren't sneaking <laughs> out to like go do drugs and, and I mean, not yet. Right? Um but we were sneaking out to go see, like, you know, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And I, they, would do, they would do the stage thing. People would bring toast and rice and act it all. It was so much fun. I loved it. It's still it, fun. That's what he'd do. So I, I said, if you're ever going to do that again, you know, he's probably in his mid-50s now. Um, like, if you're ever going to do that again, especially if you're going to dress up, please take me. Because I'll go. <laughs> That'll be my first time watching it. You can make an event out of that, whatever you'd want. I'm not going to wear anything funny, maybe. Yeah, you know. don't have to. To have fun, it's so good. You have to go Wookiee. Well, this man is considers himself very funny. So I think he'd probably try to play a trick on me somehow. <laughs> Which would be great. Like, if you're going to be a part of a trick, be a part of a Rocky Horror Picture Show trick. <laughs> right? Like, that's a story. I can't even think. And I'm creative. <laughs> I can't even think of what a Rocky Horror Picture Show trick would look like. No, he's he's pretty inventive. Well, that's good. You got to you gotta keep me up to date yeah, on that. To back to <laughs> it, it, it may never happen because I'm sure he's, you know, he's grown out of that phase after 30 years or whatever. You, you said, do I not grow it. out of that phase. <laughs> that well, is not a phase you grow out of. Yeah, he does collect toys and baseball cards still and stuff. See? <laughs> See? Has, like, go ahead. He, I was going to say, he has the weirdest collection in mind because I have, a, for some odd reason, a ton of Star Wars Legos behind me. And he thought that was the coolest thing. So he started collecting the booklets to Lego sets. <laughs> Just a booklet. He's out and he will find every single one. He's like, I, he's got some baseball card that's worth nothing that there's only like seven of them ever made. And I think he's got like two or three or something like that. Like he's like, I, I know the other. Yeah, he's he's crazy. He's great, but he's like, I know two of them at least went through the wash in some kids' pants when they were created. I don't know, but I'm gonna like, I'm gonna give. I'm never gonna give up hope. And he he'll go to like card shows. He'll buy a million cards at a chunk, a million, and he'll rifle through and pick out some he likes. But then he'll just sell them all. Like he'll put a price on whatever to break even, so he doesn't have to go home with a million. <laughs> I'm like, you just moved millions of something as product in a day. This is wonderful. This is like he beat Pac-Man or Donkey Kong in his in his early years. <laughs> like this guy has stories. He does, yeah. <laughs> Nobody collects Lego booklets without a story. He's he's got consignment all the ones I own. I'm like, if I ever get rid of them, they're all yours. And that is so great. 
Yeah. Well, what's the weirdest toys you collect? Like, what's your like weirdest toy collection? Me? Yeah. Um. Weirdest toy collection. I love that you're like looking behind you. That's what I'm trying <laughs> yep. right now. Like you're looking at the shelves. Uh, like, what is the weirdest thing here? I mean, there's lots of Legos. <laughs> I just have a new podcast, Show and Tell. <laughs> We'd have to bring that guy on Show and Tell. Um, <laughs> the weirdest. I have to get back to you on that. There's um, no way that you just have Legos on your shelves. I do too. <laughs> there's some stuffed animals. There's lots of Legos. There's uh, some Japanese figures. There's a samurai guy. Like manga figures? Yeah, there's the Roni Kenshin from the 80s. Or oh, actually, God, 98, sorry. That is awesome. Got that one. That's a really good one. Uh, I used to have the Neo Evangel... What is it called? Those figures? Do you know what I'm talking about? The Neo mm-hmm. Evangel... Neon Evan- Neon Genesis yeah. Evangelion. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I butcher it. I've got, like, a terrible nerd. I've got a couple of like Star Wars figures that were made by some company that turned them into samurai. So there's like a Stormtrooper, I have, and like the Boba Fett guy, but they have like swords and things. Those are kind of fun. Pretty cool. The coolest thing I, I think I have is I just got for my birthday. My girlfriend sent it, got it for me. She, uh, it's a, it's a Viking, like playing dice, and it's actually got like the six. You know, it's a cube, and it's got all the the six numbers, just like ours do. But it's really tiny, and it's made of, uh, made of metal. Oh, that's but it's pretty from, cool. It's from like the year twelve hundred or so. It like for real, not yeah. a replica. Yeah, it's a. Oh, it's a, that is awesome! And like, it's I was, really I was tiny. a little impressed <laughs> when I thought it was a, a replica, but now I'm super impressed that it's real. <laughs> it's real, yeah. Well, I mean, as far as the the collector that sold it, he has an Etsy shop, and he's got all this research that they've done and trying to prove what they are and the era they're from. I think it's from the year 1200 or some crazy yeah, like 900. Do you ever like put it in your hand and just think like who played? But yeah, said, yeah, that's so when I, interesting. When I unwrapped it, yeah, and he's even got this little fish shaped like um belt hook that came with it that had a broken spine on it, so you couldn't really use it as a belt loop or whatever it's for. Great. But I'm sitting there holding these things. I'm like, who, who played dice with this? And you know, girlfriend's like, it can't be a kid because they would have played with you know like not metal, like that would have been expensive. I'm like, yeah, maybe he's a professional gambler Viking. Yeah, <laughs> with an eye patch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you've just made him into like a pirate Viking <laughs> mesh. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Because yeah, couldn't it be like like eight hundred years ago somebody was tossing that dice, right? Yeah. Yep. Maybe somebody like maybe they did it for fortune telling or something. Or you know what I mean? chased out of the village, the hammer. Right. Right. <laughs> like who do we sacrifice to Thor today? And then they roll the dice. Oh and like, shit! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Fred. You're up. Right? Who do we hang upside down and drain their blood <laughs> for a festival of good fortune? <laughs> I'm impressed that you know that. Yeah. Good, good sacrifice knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> We're killing you because we want more corn, buddy. <laughs> There's so many podcast ideas coming on. <laughs> <laughs> this I learned. I have to put it into a book. I'm probably never going to write, but. Don't tell anybody this. Don't publish this. And we're putting it on the internet, so I said it's a joke. No one will know. But I, <laughs> I read, and I don't know if they've been able to prove it, but the Vikings made steel. You know, you mix carbon with iron, and you get um, steel. And I always thought it was like charcoal or some weird carbon. 
but they think that the Vikings were trying to imbue the spirits of their ancestors into their weaponry because they would find, like, at, at burials and altars, they would find what looked like the remains of, like, a forge or people smithying. And they think that they would put the iron into jars and burn their ancestors, you know, bone crumbs in with the iron, and that's what made the first steel. <laughs> that is so... And that would make sense. Perfect. Like, that, Yeah, that, I... That, but that would make sense that they would think that it would yep. be of like modern, um, like folk magic and modern like witchcraft and like how they practice that. That would make, even if you think a hoodoo, like that would make sense that got, they would do that. I got a nerd boner when I wrote read that, and I was like, Ooh. <laughs> "That's so good. That is so good. That's awesome. I hope that's real. Like how how amazing, more amazing would Vikings be, right?" If they're just running around with the spirits of their ancestors and their weapons. Yeah. I just killed you with grandma. Right? Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My grandma made you scream. What? Because <laughs> it's really weird. Like, I have this love-hate relationship with Viking mythology. Like, I love it. But then, like, it's so many... It's almost like when you read the Bible and then so-and-so begat, so-and-so begat, so-and-so. And you're like, oh, done. Right? Um I kind of feel like sometimes that's how I, that relationship that I have with Viking mythology, but then like, okay, well then Thor was hung upside down and, you know, crow plucked out his eye. And then, and then you're like, this is the greatest story ever told. <laughs> right. Not Thor. I meant Odin, but, um, uh, but yeah, like it's so, it's so interesting. And then I always think like they must have had like the most interesting practices as far as their warriors, you know, most Vikings were farmers. So our idea of like these, every Viking being a warrior, is a little misconstrued. It's not right. You know, there were warriors that were pretty uh, badass, but there were a lot of farmers and a lot of what they were trying to get to, like as far as like land and stuff. I'm, I'm not history major, so don't quote me on it. But um, a lot of their conquering was to find good land to grow food in, right? And um, but their their warrior stories are just so interesting. There, I don't know. I, I need somebody that is a good storyteller. To, although I think didn't I don't know if you know who Neil Gaiman is. I think he wrote oh, yeah. a book on Norse mythology. I really need yep. to read. I need an interesting storyteller to tell me Norse mythology. I made a big mistake on uh, purchasing that with Google and <laughs> thinking that the Google like speech to text would be a good replacement for audiobooks on my drive to work. Right. And it's not. Oh no! Is it monotone? Like it? Yeah, it's just a robot. I oh, actually um, that didn't work. I got the audiobook on Audible on sale for five bucks, and I think Neil Gaiman reads it, but I haven't listened to it yet. So, yeah. If he reads it, I will get it because I have I have Audible. I will get it like right yeah. when we're done with this podcast. Check it out. Podcast. That's yeah, next because on my listen list. Because <laughs> I think he could make it really interesting. Mm. I, everything I've read, by, he's golden. Everything I've read by him has been excellent. Excellent. I used to. I don't know if you guys are into graphic novels at all. Yep, I know where uh, this is my, going, and I love it. Yeah. Right? So the Sandman, <laughs> when, I, when I was young, the younger, um, my two obsessions were The Preacher, yes, which <laughs> I thought was a great show. I was really disappointed when I found out it became a show. And then I saw the show and I was like, oh, you guys nailed it, right? Mm -hmm. But um, uh, And was The Sandman. I loved The Sandman. I could not get enough. So I own every graphic novel. I have, uh, what is it, Death the... Cost of Living, is that mm -hmm. what it's called? High Cost Signed of Living. Signed by the guy who drew it. Oh, what is his name? McKeon? Is it? Is it? can't remember the guy who drew it. Yeah. Um, I have the Punch and Judy thing that he wrote. 
um, yeah, just him and the guy, I don't even know, I can't remember the guy who wrote The Preacher's Name, but those were like the two best comic books that I've ever he read and, in my life. He and my favorite artist of all time, Sam Keith, did the Lucifer comics, which is now a show on Netflix that I haven't watched yet. But I have never read the Lucifer comics. Is it good? Are they good? Yes, I would. I don't know. Yeah. And I, oh, I really want to. show looks so um, daytime soap opera awful when I just yeah, it does. through it. Yeah, so I've, I haven't watched it because I thought the same thing, but everyone lately has been like, it's awesome. So I don't, I'm going to try it, but the comic was great. I, I saw like a clip, like, you know, I think you, you leave Netflix on long enough. It's just like, hey, here's every show that we hope you're going to click and it's got like just the main actor with like a speedo on, like you know, slow motion standing in a swimming pool, and then like getting up, he's got the tattoo sixty nine, like right in the weird leg creep <laughs> joint. And I'm like, like behind his kneecap? No, like it, like right next to where his speedo is, like in this. Oh, like in his like, like in his where's butt and his leg meet. Where his pantaloons should cover, you know? Like, oh, okay. <laughs> like I was just like, I don't <laughs> pantaloons. That's great. I want to watch that. One of the ones that's on my like list to read that I have not read, and I've heard nothing but great. Everyone's like, if you love The Sandman, you have to read his fables. Have you guys read that? I haven't, no. I've heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah, I, I, I used to be really big into comics like in high school and after, and I sold my collection, and I, every once in a while I'll go back and read something, but like it's just not the same as it was, but I'm starting to get a long list of stuff where it's like, I have to go read this. <laughs> right. So and like, that. it's hard now because it's like half and half, like half the people are like, Oh yeah. Graphic novels. And then other half the people are like, you're 45. Yeah, read a book. Up. Yeah. That's what I say. <laughs> I'm like, I'm 45. I'll read whatever the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> <as adult>. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my Hello Kitty. <laughs> I, I still remember laugh at Garfield. I'm sorry, Wookie, okay, go ahead. You no, I was just saying, I remember when I was like, I don't know, we used to hang out at our uh, sister and hu- her husband's place in the summer. No, uh, what were we like 12? And uh, Lego had just come out with the, uh, the little castle stuff that had like the silver swords. And I was like, <laughs> you know, 12. So they, you know, sister took me to the store and I'd like spent the only five bucks or whatever I had on this whole set. And, and I remember that guy laughing at me, her husband. Like, you're like 10 or 12 and you still play with Legos. And I was like, <laughs> they're very religious. Don't say go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting there like boiling with rage. Let the, <laughs> yet the age on the box says, you know, seven and up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this from the guy who, it wasn't, it was around the same time he showed us all those, like when video games were starting out, like getting real big. If you go watch the high score on Netflix, which is actually a pretty fun documentary series. Like yeah, I'm in the middle of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good so far. They show a few games we used to play that, you know, the when Wolfenstein first came out, mm-hmm. like the John Romero, the 3D things in there. And then it shows a clip of battle chess. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this man is showing us battle chess where when the knight takes the king, he cuts the robe off and you see <laughs> pixelated wiener <laughs> making fun of me for having a fully clothed Lego piece with a <laughs> right. little silver sword and a gold crown. Like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, fuck him and his pixelated wiener. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't... I don't enjoy people that are like... Somebody 
maybe I shouldn't say this, but somebody that I know called the uh, the guy that collects all those toys very immature because he's into Star Wars. And I was like, so let me go down. Million other people. <laughs> let me go download the Record Scratch app. And even though like the later Star Wars stuff has really turned me off, I, I'm like still looking at all these Legos. I'm like, should I sell you guys? Like, um, no, never. That makes me that makes me mad because it's like all these things that we're not supposed to enjoy when we hit a certain age, right? right? And then we cut them out of our life because that's what we're supposed to do. I don't because I just don't care about society. <laughs> but these people cut it out, and then you can see when they see these things when they're older and their eyes light up, and, and you can like, see the nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, why can't they enjoy that their whole life? Like, why? Yeah. Like, right. you know, my husband is a video game that's everything like he's in the betas for games and yep. stuff you know and he's been ranked and uh and it's his love he gets home from work he wants to play video games and i'm a tvaholic right so i have to watch everything that i find fascinating and i hate like my first marriage didn't last because like he wanted to do stuff <laughs> right? <laughs> and, <laughs> and i just have like i like to be independent and do my own thing and i don't want to share my remote right <laughs> and andrew's first uh my husband his first marriage didn't last because she thought he spent too much time playing video games right yeah. Yeah. and so we work because he can play video. it's great he plays video yeah. games downstairs all day and he leaves me alone and <laughs> we come together to eat dinner and you know like we still have a life together we um before i was injured would do trapeze all the time together but we don't have to spend every waking moment yeah. together yeah. and we appreciate each other's hobbies and they're so kiddish like what we do is uh, very uh, what people would consider kiddish. I just think it's you enjoy it. It doesn't have to have an age bracket on it, right? Yep. If he enjoys video games and that makes him happy, why would anybody ever take that from him, right? Or you think you know, if I enjoy watching movies, why would you know anyone take that? Like my husband can't stand animes. I love animes. I love kung fu movies, right? Like I love that kind of stuff, and it is a lot of nostalgia for me, right? And mm. you know, I can look at some things that didn't age well, right? Like um, uh, Ninja Scroll <laughs> did not age well. Right? I remember so watching that. <laughs> right? I thought it was so great. And then I watched it not too long ago and I'm like, Ooh, I like this, <laughs> but like some things are timeless, like Akira, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can watch Akira now and you're like, man, that guy was on so much acid. Who wrote this? Right. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I just, it's sad. Like, no, I would be so upset with you. Wookie, even though I don't know you, I will stalk you and find you if you ever, sold your legos that would be horrible right? well, so you happy happiness i go i go through phases and then i lose stuff like i had a whole bunch of them i think pj found them and sent yeah. them home with me <laughs> once and then when ebay first launched dating myself out there i don't know where i got the money but i spent like six or eight hundred dollars on just vintage star wars toys i have no idea what those meant <laughs> uh, no idea uh but now i get to the point where it's like i have so much stuff that it's like, I feel like I need to do the Swedish death cleaning thing. Like, just <laughs> just do a big old wipeout. Um, is that a Swedish? What's the Swedish death cleaning thing? Is uh, it just you get rid of everything? It's not yeah. the, like, does this bring you joy? Is it that? It's, I mean, I mean, it's probably along the same lines. That's the, whatever the con marie thing from yeah i've never seen it i just hear it all the time now <laughs> but yeah that's like you look at everything and if it doesn't bring you joy then get it rid of it i guess but this is just sort of like if you died like right now what would the rest of your family have to do 
to handle your shit. <laughs> so I guess regularly they like think of it that way and said, instead of my children or family or whatever, having to sort through all my crap, why don't I sort through it all and just get rid of all the stuff that's, you know, that I don't need. And then, you know, everything's organized. Right. And I do that once in a while and I fail at it every time. Like when I get a new, uh, if I move and I do something with the office, I'll just put it into buckets, like big tubs, all the stuff that I'm like, I don't, I haven't really looked at this or needed it in a year. So I'm going to put it in a tub and see where it is in the next year. So I just end up with tubs of stuff that I'm like, still so don't. Ever here's the big question about your tubs then. Do you ever like five years later, like, hey, I wish I had that one thing. And then you have to go sort through tubs. <laughs> Sometimes, but it's usually some sort of cable. <laughs> or getting the, you know. You need a cable tub, man. <laughs> I have two. <laughs> and they have like, you know, the paper towel rolls and their cables are rolled up and it looks like a big beehive nest of things. Smart. I never even thought of that. Like all mine are just thrown and tangled and it's a mess. I should, <laughs> yeah. I should do the paper towel rolls. Yeah, do that. Uh, the, the toilet paper ones are much easier because you can usually, you know, wrap cords around your hand or whatever. It's about the right size. Interesting. And, uh, put them in a Tupperware tub. So I, I went nuts and the guy with the baseball cards, like I, I would give him stuff that I didn't want. I'd have like loot crate and all the stuff I didn't want. He's like, I'll take it all. Cause he, his dream is to open like a shop that he can sit in when he retires and just like have all of his shit there. Right. You know, sell stuff for people or do whatever. I'm like, I will give you all of it. And I gave him in one of my special tubs cause it took me forever to find these ones that had like the double closing lid that were, you know, the ones I want. So I got all of these tubs and I gave him a bunch of stuff in that one tub. And then I had six boxes of crap waiting for him and he was chomping at the bit. I'm like, I need that tub back. You've had it for like three months. <laughs> And you're not getting any more crack until I get my tub back. <laughs> you know, he's, he's like, he's like, you're a tub Nazi. Um, <laughs> not really, but that's that's a look he got. Like, wow, <laughs> what's wrong with this person? You but I did like that. Our night. mom and how she guarded her Tupperware, man. <laughs> I mean, it's basically a Tupperware tub. But I mean, I had this big system, and you know, I it, I couldn't find any more of those. So those were the ones that I organized all the cords in and all this stuff, and it, they just worked. And they were stackable and they're sturdy. And I'm like, I don't know why this means so much to me. This means I'm getting old. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now you're mad about tubs. <laughs> like, now like, I got to go buy the cheap Target tubs. What does my life come to? Like I bought six and three more for spares. <laughs> like, you, you can lose a spare then. I'm like, if I lose a spare, I will kill you. You're like, <laughs> Someone you're buys there. you a tub for Christmas. You're like, I don't want this peasant tub. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like the, the, the stuff you can't buy for Christmas for people because it's way too specific. Like if you buy right. the wrong one and be like, um, you know, like pull back the curtain. Like, did you even look at the tubs that I like? Come on. <laughs> the lids are turquoise. They're Don't not blue. Know? They're white <laughs> and they flap clothes over each other and they're real sturdy. <laughs> We're stacking. Yeah, I'm weird. <laughs> uh, but do you have like a do you have like a tub room or do you like just keep everything in like your garage like where's what's your tub space i bought a house with too many rooms so now <laughs> smart i have the biggest room is my office with the projector and the, the leather couch and my girlfriend has we don't have kids so the upstairs oh, has smart. right the upstairs <laughs> has two bedrooms and this bonus room that's like two bedrooms and one she has both of the other bedrooms as offices, which are just piles of cute pink stuffed animals, pretty much, and um, 
anything she feels like collecting. She's into K-pop and stuff, which is fun. Cute. Um, one of those offices is just like the closet is full of tubs. And right. tubs like taking up another third of that room. <laughs> These are just all my tubs. You full. have tub rooms, so that's that's brilliant. I have, I have a bedroom dedicated to a printer, <laughs> her craft stuff, and my tubs. She's got a big ass printer. Start for, calling you guys Crockett and Tubs. <laughs> Crockett and Tubs. I love that like there's printers in your bedroom. <laughs> she like, um she's really good at picking out trends, so she really is like she started like in this k-pop stuff years ago like 2012 or 13 and now there's the bts boy group that's just lighting up all the charts a couple years ago she opened an etsy shop making polaroids and stickers of this bts group and made like three or four grand in like nine months i was like keep going on yeah so she's got this big expensive printer and it prints like the best stuff so that thing takes up another quarter of the room (laughs) does it print tubs Oh my god, if it was a 3D printer that printed tubs that I could store other 3D printers in. Jesus. Next time I visit, you're just going to be living in this huge fucking tub. Yeah. Like that uh, eerie Indiana show way back in like Nickelodeon. They had like some kids that were like preserved because they slept in Tupperware. Stop. What show is this? Is Are you making this up? No, um, way back it had to be Nickelodeon. There's these like kid detectives. I think it was Eerie, Indiana, was the yeah, name. Yeah, sounds of it. right. And it was like kid detectives, and there was this one with these creepy, creepy twins that looked like they ate too many Twinkies, and they were just real creepy. And then um, the investigator kids like broke into their house and saw them sleeping in these giant, like no doubt they they made life size Tupperware things that was like the the comically over the top, but there they were. <laughs> And these kids were like sleeping in them every night. And then the mom had been like preserving them. So that when they, the kids like broke the seal or broke the Tupperware. And like the next day, those kids were like 43. And it was what? like, this is so dark. This is like it was really weird. Yeah. Cause like, <laughs> like the mom was the evil one. The, the creepy kids were reaching out for help. So the mom was the evil one. Like it was real creepy. Like, you know, they invite them over to play or so. I remember like they met the mom. It was real like messed up. And then they're like, when the kids are 43, they're putting the house for sale, like putting the sign outside. And there's just like these 43 year old people that are obviously those twins. And the kids were looking at them and they're like, you know, like, where's your mother? And they're like, she's been handled. And I'm like, they, they stuff her in. I miss like the I, 90s and anything anyone could I was going to ask you, was it early 90s that this came out? So I feel like everything in the early 90s, every writer in Hollywood was on drugs. It had to be early 90s. Yeah. I when I watched TV, it was mostly like History Channel pirate specials and things right. like that. So if it was not that, it was like you know, Thundercats or something. Right. Well, even like the you guys remember that show, Harry and the Hendersons? Mm-hmm. Yes. There's no way that those writers were not tripping balls, right? <laughs> yeah. To this day, I wake up in the middle of the night and my brain goes, "Don't give him marshmallows; those are just empty <laughs> calories." And I'm sitting there like, "Where is that from?" Then it's fucking Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> Because the guys, you know, like to keep the, the Sasquatch calm, they kept feeding him marshmallows. So I'm like, brain, <laughs> fuck you. Let me go back to sleep. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Let's see. Only one high as a kite could write a show about a Sasquatch eating marshmallows. Yeah. <laughs> and we were all interested, right? We're all like, this is genius. This is great I remember family entertainment. <laughs> he like... 
he's on, I think we even talked about this in another podcast eight, eight years ago, but like there's a part where he's like standing up in the basement and it's causing a bubble in the, <laughs> in the floor. So the John Lithgow guys like doing like squats to try to hide the fact that he's being raised up like eight inches. I'm like, <laughs> I don't remember that. That's so yeah, good. My, my brain captures the stupid shit and won't let it go. But like, yeah, those things flash in my head at three in the morning. <laughs> this week, the marshmallow hit me. So that's so good. That's so good. I'm gonna have to watch that again. I'm gonna have to watch everything. I've got. I'm making a list right now. We might have to party watch stuff. Have you ever done yeah. that? No, but I'm like, like you just said, two fun party and watching stuff. Yeah. Like I'm in. Like, PJ just watched one the other day, but um, on Xbox years ago in the 360, the Netflix app had party watch. You could watch it in a little Xbox party, and you'd have your little avatars in the seats down there, like Mystery Science Theater, throwing popcorn at each other. Love and they took it out. And some people I know were like, that's when I and like sold my Xbox because they took it out. Yeah. <laughs> but I uh, if the VR has something like it, that. It totally does. Yep, it does. We need to do that. You're we literally to... in a theater sitting next to each other and you can talk Trying and throw popcorn. popcorn and... You guys, I'm serious. Let's do this. Okay. I'm game. I'm game this. anytime. Anytime. <laughs> we, PJ and I just watched together. Uh, have you seen uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Weapons? <laughs> No. <laughs> what is that? We can send you a link, but some genius motherfucker. I saw a clip <laughs> of the last movie, so maybe they've done all of them, but we watched the first Harry Potter. And I wasn't t- telling PJ what it was. And he was like, you want to watch Harry Potter? I'm like, yeah, in a party. We're going to talk through it if we have to, whatever. And didn't tell him it was a link on a website. So I'm like, got the disc ready to go. I'm like, no, no, we got to do this on the PC. I'm going to send you a link, yada, yada. And I'm sure you were kind of like, this is annoying. <laughs> what, is, what is this idiot trying to get me to do? But we synced it up and we were watching and some genius crazy bastard put guns over all the wands in the entire first Harry Potter movie. It was amazing. <laughs> I so like, I would party watch that again any day, night of the week. This weekend, you... <laughs> oh my god, I'm in. I'm in. But like the first scene, I didn't even remember. I'm like, how long is it going to take before the guns show up? Like sitting here thinking while we're watching. First scene, the old dude's walking down the street and I remember he had <laughs> some sort of... Spoil it. Don't spoil it, man. I already did, but this is, <laughs> he's walking down the street with his Zippo lighter, like pulling all the street lights out for some odd reason. And this one just pulls out a gat, he's fucking shooting the fucking lights. And I am dying. It's like thirty seconds into the movie. Like this was such a good idea. This sounds so brilliant. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I mean, I'm gonna open up a bottle line, put on my VR thing, and we're gonna do this. Nice. Any day of the week. That's so funny. That would be hysterical. And I'll try not to like, like, because now I want to see what you guys are talking about. So it's going to be hard for me not to go online, and but I'm not. I swear to God, it'll I won't. Be, it'll it'll only worth be worth it if you don't do that. Cause no, I won't. I mean, I'm up for a second watch with anyone who hasn't seen it, but if it was just me and Wookie again, I wouldn't watch it again. But it's it's so good. Yeah, I won't. I won't. Wa- I won't watch it. I want to though. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, if if you need to get it out of the way as soon as possible, I'm I'm game this weekend for any <laughs> anybody who wants to do that. I'm game this weekend too. I don't have a life, so <laughs> I, by purpose. Yes. Yeah. The, and I'm uh, injured. Can't do trapeze, so I'm stuck at home, which is delightful. The lockdown thing has really improved my life. It's really worked for me. I see. I'm the same. Like I was made for this scenario, but. I've been deemed essential the whole time, so, and I'm thankful I have a job and that stuff, but I read and see all these things where, like, everyone's like, 
I hate being home. I hate seeing my kids. I hate seeing my wife. This sucks. I want to go back to work. It's like, I hate you so much. <laughs> I was made to be at home 24-7 and I can't be. <laughs> I'm going to be super judgy right now. Uh-oh. Right? And arrogant. Um, <laughs> but if you've built a life where you don't enjoy being at home with what you've built around you, mm-hmm. then you've built yourself a wrong life. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that. If it doesn't like if you really are in the in this, you know, having depression and and um, and struggling through this uh, pandemic is a very real thing. But for um, people who are like, I don't like this, like, I don't like to have to be home. I hope it like opens their eyes to change why they don't like being home so that when this is over, maybe they can, you know, sell their kids, get a divorce, <laughs> you know, live the life, you know, yeah. you make a lot of money for a kid, too. <laughs> can i like thousands See, I, of I make these jokes in public and no one wants to talk to me anymore so i'm glad i'm not the only one these are the jokes i make at work that i'm like i can't believe that they still let me work here and we've actually been essential too so up until next week i have been able to work at home but then i got a a, a new job so i'm actually gonna have to travel up north and work in an office like with like peoples yeah, right sorry. yeah i know but like i just you know, everybody knows I'm super liberal, so I just use it to my advantage, yeah. right? So I'm like, you know, for some reason, I don't know why, but this virus has become a political thing mm-hmm. for everybody, and um, which is completely ridiculous to me because it's not like the virus is going to be like, yep. can't wait to vote for Biden, right? <laughs> like, it doesn't know. <laughs> None <laughs> of it. I'm acting like it's one thing. It's just a guy going around killing people, whatever. But um like, I just use it because the town I have to work in um, three days a week starting next week is a very conservative town. And they're all like, they like me, but they tolerate that I'm liberal, right? Not mm-hmm. the whole town, but the people I work with. Um, and so uh, I use it to my advantage, right? So when I go up there, I'm like, you know, I wear my mask. and I'm like, you guys got to stay away from me. And then when they invite me to like go out to dinner, or do, you, you know, I actually think it's irresponsible anyways to do all that <laughs> stuff. But like, mm-hmm. even if it wasn't, like, let's say everything was fine, I'd be like, you know me, I'm super, this virus is political, super liberal, can't go out with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. get to stay in, like, my own little condo up there with my dog. It's delightful. <laughs> yeah, I used to work on the road, and I'd be out, you know, a night or two, sometimes three, and there'd be different groups of people working, and they'd always like, let's go out, and I'm like, I don't drink. I'm going to sit in my hotel and play my Xbox and you guys have fun and I'll see you in the morning and I'll be the one that can function. <laughs> did they ever get like, did they ever get like insulted by that? Like it, the first like year that, yeah, it, if I wasn't, apparently I'm, I'm fun to be around sometimes. If I wasn't so fun to be around, like they would never, never talk to me <laughs> again because it took, took them a while to be like, it's just who he is. It's, it's nothing. It's fine. It's what he wants right. to do. But yeah, for yeah. the first couple of months, especially, it's like I could really feel like they're just like, who the hell do you think you are? You don't want to hang yeah, because out. Because they take like when you're on the road, I don't care what career you're in. And, you know, like I had I told you, I don't know if it was before we started recording or not, but I work these hurricanes. Right. And so I do a lot of traveling and um, it's like a thing. Right. Like when you're off of work, everybody wants to go have dinner and drinks like yeah. that's the and then if you don't go, people get so like it's personal, mm-hmm. right? Like maybe I just don't drink or maybe I, I mean, I do, right. But maybe I don't uh, want to eat. Maybe I don't want to eat at nine o'clock at night, a yeah. big old steak. Like maybe I want to eat healthy and every now and then I'll do where just to get healthy and 
give my liver a break and where I just won't drink for like three or four months. Right. And, um, and I swear to God, it's like people think it's personal to them when you're on the road. Right. Like, no, I don't want to go out for drinks. I want to go back to my hotel room and watch TV and fall asleep in my fuzzy PJs. Like I don't want anything to do with this, but they take it personal. Like if you don't want to drink, it means you don't want to go hang out with them. And it makes me, um, like wonder how people who are dealing with maybe alcoholism and are in AA, like how do they travel with that always in their face? Yeah. You know, thankfully it, I don't have to deal with that, but I know people who have, and that's gotta be so hard. You know, it's, it's hard enough even not having anything to do with alcoholism or anything. Cause I don't drink either, but I've had to travel quite a bit for work in the past, like to other States and things to government, you know, institutions and all sorts of stuff. And they take it as a slight, like PJ said, like, who do you think you are? I'm like someone who doesn't need to drink to have fun. Like I don't curse anybody out for it, but I've seen what it can do to people. Our dad, I'd never seen him, but it, like our, I'd heard stories from our older sisters about how bad it got. And I'm like, well, if I drink, if I eat Taco Bell and drink that Baja Blast, I'm <laughs> going to have that meal for like the next eight months every day. So I right. think I might have an addictive personality. I don't know, but I'm not. I'm just going to try to be sensible. I'm hilarious without it. <laughs> and you know, yeah. every time I would do it, like every Friday night, everybody wants to go, like you know, do that, and then everybody wants to get wookie drunk. Mm-hmm. I want to see what you'd be like as a drunk guy. I'm like, I'm annoying as shit right now. What do you think <laughs> it's gonna do? And they're all like, "That's a really good point." And I'm like, "You're not gonna like it." Yeah. I'm sure. Like, but they they. I've had people, you know, uh, older sister's boyfriend is like, man, when you turn 21, you're going to get drunk. I'm going to get you so drunk. And I'm like, I'm going to be in a different state from you then. You know, like, just <laughs> what is the point? Like, and I don't identify myself by drinking Baja Blast Mountain Dew or, you know, Jack <laughs> Coke. I'm like, I'll take a sip to see what it tastes like. But, you know. Now, that's the weird thing about alcohol too like why is it identified like alcohol like it's not like hey you want to come out and have a pepsi and then you're like yeah. no i don't want to have a pepsi and then people are like that prude like like what is it about alcohol that makes it so i mean besides the fact that you get drunk but i mean like it's such a weird uh, uh social thing alcohol yeah. right and then they're like, well, if you drink alone, then you could have a problem i'm like if you drink alone you're smart right <laughs> like, <laughs> like you could do but a whole nother podcast on that topic. <laughs> right over down, PJ. We'll answer them all. We'll be that new, uh, again, what was that 90s, that 90s show that uh, some girl explained it all? Clarissa? Yeah, Clarissa. Clarissa yeah we'll, we'll do, we'll do, we'll scratch that out, <laughs> but we'll keep PJ explain everything <laughs> and make it all worse. But, yeah, like, I don't care. I'll hang out. My favorite place in, uh, we used to live in Charleston, South Carolina, me and uh, another friend of ours. And um, we, every every weekend, we'd go to an Irish pub. And it's like, I, I, I like the atmosphere, but I don't need a Guinness. Give me the pub wings, damn it, you know. <laughs> There's a pub to not drink in. It would be an Irish pub, because it's like the greatest music and a b- bunch of, like, really grumpy old drunk men, right? <laughs> like my favorite like those are my favorite people people are just mad at the world you know like charles bukowski watching them watch a soccer game yeah where, where their team is losing or not playing <laughs> is the so funniest good. thing and so uh, he moved to raleigh a while back and then i'd visit him there and there was another irish pub we'd go he found one and there was an old guy playing live music once 
just really old. He had to be like 80, 80 years old. And he was sitting there jamming on a guitar. I'm like, I love this guy. And then uh, I recognized one of the songs he was playing. And I'm not a, I don't listen to Metallica all the time. But I was like, this old dude's about to rock Metallica. And then sure enough, old guy on an acoustic guitar in the middle of an Irish pub, surrounded by drunk Irish people, is singing, I'm like, do you sell t-shirts? I will buy 10. Like, how do I get more of you in my life, old man? Like, come on. See? Yeah. So good. That's what makes Irish pubs great, though. Like, you very rarely, if you go to an authentic Irish pub, if sober or drunk or whatever you are, you are going to have an interesting time. Right? I can't say good because there are some people who go to Irish pubs and you know, don't have good times. I don't know how, but I've seen you it might, with my own eyes. Gets your teeth knocked in. You don't know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but you'll remember it. <laughs> oh, that's so good. There's a, we had in um, when I lived in Detroit. There's a place I don't even know if there's still called the Gaelic League, and you had to be Irish to get in, <laughs> right? Like it was like a, almost like a speakeasy, right? Because it was not considered like an actual pub. It was like a club like an Irish club and so I'm, I was working in an auto factory building cars right and um, there's this guy who was a communist young you know like your typical like quintessential round glasses super mad at the capitalists you know communist right and I had said something uh, I fancied myself a history buff so I had said something about Northern Ireland and and I think at that time it was Clinton some of his policies or whatever. And he's like, Oh, you know, I'm communist. And I think you'd fit in real well. And I'm like, whatever, commie, shut up. And then, but then he was like, no, we meet in this Irish pub and it's a secret pub that you get in. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I am Irish. I had no, I'm adopted. I'm adopted. So at that time I had no idea what I was. Right. I'm like, Oh yeah. They do have some strong arguments. Which is yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, the communists are great. And it, they actually, the people of Northern um, Irish Aid, which is what who met there, were not communists whatsoever. I don't even know what the hell they were. They're probably in the IRA or something, right? But I had to get into the secret Irish pub, and I was getting in no matter what. And so I pretended to be full-on Irish. I think, And honestly, I thought, because I knew my birth last name, that I was Irish, right? But who you know, I'm, I now know my genetic history and I'm Scottish as Scottish can be. So I was total farce <laughs> of being Irish. And um, but anyways, I got in and it was like all old. I was the, uh, one of the only females there. It was all old Irish men, very angry at the British, right, for what they're doing in Northern Ireland. Stuff I didn't even know about. Right. And they're like, you know, they came in and got like all political. And I'm like, free beers at first. Right. Later, you got to pay for them free beers. I'm drinking Guinness. I'm listening to old Irishmen in their cute little accent yell about the British, right? I'm surrounded by a couple communists. This is like the greatest story ever, right? I'm like, I'm going to join this group. This is the best group. And so I did. I joined them. And then um, we would go, I would take all my friends and you had to have like a secret password to get into these uh, (laughs) places. And so we would go in, you had to be on a list. And then you would go in and it was like they would open because bars were supposed to close at um, 2 a.m., right? And these would be open till like 4 a.m. And these Irish people would fight each other. There would always be an Irish band playing the same music every time. (laughs) Everybody in the crowd thinking they were singers singing it. It was the greatest shit show I have ever been a part of. (laughs) But then we got, because they were part of Northern Irish Shade, they got, uh, and I'm going to, like, sorry, FBI. Um, (laughs) 
they got investigated by the FBI for um, possibly supporting the IRA because they supported the uh, Sinn Féin movement. I don't know if you know anything about Northern Ireland. Um, so I didn't know anything about this. I'm like 22. I've just gotten into my legal drinking, right? And so they're like, oh, yeah, we go to a meeting. I'm literally not there for the meeting. I'm there for the free beer and the drama, right? And they're like, oh, yeah, so we're all being investigated by the FBI. So don't be surprised if people are. And I'm like, what the fuck did I get myself into? Like, I'm a 22 year old, don't know anything, work in an auto factory, just trying to get by. And now I'm like belonging to a terrorist group, being investigated by the IRA, <laughs> by the FBI. I'm like, what in the world? So I quit <laughs> the group. I'm like, I'll just go to non secret bars and pay for my drinks. That's what I'll do. I don't know how I got into that story, but yes, you'll always have fun at Irish pub. <laughs> <laughs> and then ours burned down. Oh, no, it did. <laughs> it did, yeah. Oh, that's awful. What was it called? Did it have a funny name? Madra Rua, the Red Fox, I think. Was that Gaelic or something? Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> did you have that one regular Irish guy that was always completely wasted by 4 p.m.? Always sitting at the bar. Every time we were there, there was a few regulars, I think. Yeah, always. And he's always like, like kind of balding, right? <laughs> Never stared at him that much, but yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, he's everywhere. He's in every pub across the nation. <laughs> and then that's the mascot. <laughs> that, that friend of ours could never be on time for anything. So he, when he moved to Raleigh, he'd come back to visit his mom. We'd go hang out like on the Sunday while he was leaving, but he'd always show up right when they only had like their brunch hour, which they wouldn't have anything to eat hardly right. like not the burgers the, the wings maybe and he would do it every time so we'd sit there and then the end of the t end of the time frame we always hung out i'd just be sitting there staring at him like no fish and chips you motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> i didn't burn it down that wasn't <laughs> and so i burned down the building <laughs> burned down the pub <laughs> i wonder how many um words that we've used to actually <laughs> get the government to listen to your podcast now <laughs> <laughs> hey, the more listeners, the merrier. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Just click that like button, the like button there, FBI dude. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Spencer, I think everyone at the FBI is named Spencer. Spencer, click the like button. <laughs> yep. Spencer Johnson. Well, unfortunately, yeah. guys, we're pushing two hours here. Um, oh, sorry. I talk a lot. Sorry. No, that's, that's totally fine. We uh, The first episode was two hours, and it was the same thing. We don't want to stop, but probably should start closing if you have anything you want to if you had anything you wanted to get to that we haven't gotten to <laughs> i mean I, I i really wanted to talk about how much i love supernatural but <laughs> i got into like way more stuff you guys are so interesting too i could talk to you guys all day yeah we don't i don't get that much because i'm not always that talkative but <laughs> oh. Oh. stop you are i try to two podcasts um yeah i know it's a podcast yeah, but I get really interesting people that do all the talking, so I just cheat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd say, you know, stay on the list, come back if we, if you want to. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You guys are a blast. Recorded or not recorded, I'm in. <laughs> nice. Keep in touch with PJ, or I don't know if you like Discord, but we can hang out here, interact, and uh, but yeah, we're set up party watches. When we say we'll watch that stuff. We're being 100% honest. So. Oh, yeah, me too. So <laughs> when I like write you guys, because I'm now on Discord, 
today, <laughs> as of today. And I'm like, hey, let's watch that thing. And you're going to be like, oh, my God, we weren't serious and I won't care. Be like, you said Saturday, you sons of bitches. <laughs> we're all kind of in the same boat like my free time is just planned free time and that's what it is awesome awesome well thank you guys so much for having me today that was this was a lot of fun yeah so much for coming um it was a blast i knew it'd be a blast you everything you post in the group or even just on facebook because we're friends there too now so it's just hilarious. I think you're just funny as hell. Aw, thanks. <laughs> I think that's hilarious, too. <laughs> good. <laughs> it's good to know what you're about. <laughs> so, I did the intro so well. Let me try and do the outro just as well, and um, we'll go from there. Or whatnot. <laughs> I killed the whole show, right? <laughs> I believe in your outro. This is going to be the best outro you have ever done. No pressure. Yeah. All right. We'll catch you next time, champions. <laughs> I am PJ. I was Wookie. And I'm Sophia. Yeah. This was Take the Stage, episode two. Yeah. Coming to a VR headset near you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weak outro. I got to work on that. No, I love it. <laughs> own it. Own it. Oh, I own how weak it is. <laughs> awesome. Well, that was fun. We, we definitely going to have to do it again. You guys are a blast, honestly. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> and was, I don't say that to people. Usually I'm like, oh, well, yeah. nice to meet you. See you later. <laughs> Dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just me and be like, you are terrible. Uh, die in a fire. Does anyone like you? Well, you have to let us know what it's like listening to yourself because I never enjoy it, but some people might. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't enjoy it either. I tried a podcast. I tried doing a podcast once. I think it's still on Spotify, and it's awful. I got to get it off there. What's the name of it? Oh, <laughs> it's so bad. I, I don't even want to tell you. Maybe if I drink enough wine, I'll tell you okay. what it was. We'll get it's you. It's so bad. <laughs> That's why I have the Yeti microphone, and I actually have like a whole setup. That's awesome. Um, like a whole setup for a podcast. Um, but I did it, and I scripted it. That was the problem, mm. right? So I scripted it, and it just was didn't sound like like I'm not saying it was like so very terrible, but it doesn't sound like me. And I'm not enthusiastic. It's like me if I was like dying of a disease and yeah. just telling a story, right? <laughs> it's just so bad. And so I'm like, my friend Melissa, we both have really weird lives, right? So um, I was like born in prison, right? And um, okay, I have so a really we're gonna have to do a, a different podcast. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah it was really weird. I was adopted, but then I found my family, and it's like a really weird backstory. I had to get my brother out of prison, and you know, like I'm the only a person in my birth family that's like become successful but like I have my own like I joined a cult when I was in my 20s and just a lot of stuff that I've done I have a really crazy life story and then my friend um uh, sorry her name's Angela I can't believe I called her Melissa they look just alike by the oh, way <laughs> they're both redheads and they're beautiful women and um but anyway so Angela grew up in a drug house and she has a crazy life backstory and I'm like we should just do a podcast where we just talk about one aspect of our life that's just really weird each yeah. week. But I can't get her to commit. She's too flighty, so I can't get her to commit. 
<laughs> but like like that IRA thing I told you about, like it was so like that kind of random stuff happens to me all the time. Like I don't go look for it. You know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I belong to a terrorist organization. This is weird. I should probably not, right? Like <laughs> I should probably get out of this. <laughs> I would attend that podcast or listen to it every week. Yeah. Oh, she's good too. Like she's a theater major, so you know she's and she is the quintessential theater major. <laughs> she's so funny. I love her. She's just a crazy redhead, and that's what she does. She does theater, and she's a super. She's a good fangirl. Like she's super nerdy. She does like cosplay and everything. Awesome. But <laughs> yeah, but she's had a really fucked up life, and I love it. Like, and we tell our stories. Like when we're together, we'll tell our fucked up life stories, and like people around us, it makes them really uncomfortable. Right. You just tell her and to come like, talk to us. We'll we'll be cool. Yeah, she should. <laughs> she should. She she's a, she's got a good voice too. I don't like um on podcasts when I hear my voice, like I sound like I'm a like little twelve year old kid, mm-hmm. right? Where she actually sounds like an adult. Like I don't sound like I'm a forty five year old got it together adult. <laughs> <laughs> she does. I just sound like I'm winging it, you know? Yeah. Like <laughs> it's past yeah, your bedtime, little kid. Right. It's really hard because I'm in, uh, I'm actually in an upper management position, right? And um, in my job, and I do a lot of traveling. So I have to have, and, and I work construction. So um, I have to have these men take me serious. So I prefer to like fly out and have them see me so they can see what I look like because I look a little bit more serious than I sound because on the phone, they don't. You know, when I'm like yelling at a plumber, you know, you son of a bitch. You know, you didn't even pull a permit. Now we're going to get sued because of your ass. And he's like, oh, <laughs> all right, little girl. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come down there and kick your ass. You're going to take me serious. You got to get know? a pair of brass knuckles and just put them on. Just kind of like crack your knuckles. That's all you got to do. <laughs> it's going to sound really bad, but I just started firing people who wouldn't listen to me. <laughs> right? Like, if I couldn't, like, because I don't have time. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I didn't fire people willy-nilly, but, like, I don't have time especially in these emergency situations like hurricanes, I don't have time for you to question what I know. You know what I mean? I've been doing this for close to 15 years. I know what I'm doing. I don't have time to battle your misogyny right now, Mm. right? Like if you don't want to listen to me, you got one more chance and then you blow it. I just don't need you. And I think after I fired the first few people, now now people listen to me. Yeah, that's sad. Did Did you listen to our first episode with Diver Laura? I got through parts of it, there, like, and I love her. I love her. I am so amazed. Like, I don't meet a lot of people like you guys in real life, and it's unfortunate. But like, I wish you guys would just take over like the White House and the office and the world and just run it because <laughs> you guys are you have such good heads on your shoulders, and it's just you're you're just real. You know what I mean? Like, I'm Aww, that, I tired think of bullshit. <laughs> She's awesome. She was great on your show too. Like, mm-hmm. um, I love like when she said, "You guys are talking about back problems." One of you was talking about like somebody reached over. Yeah, it was Wookie. <laughs> yeah, that was so good. But I, I only could hear clips because I was like trying to work. It was so funny because I had like one pod in my ear, and then I like answered because I work at home right now, right? So mm-hmm. I had my other phone. I'm literally talking to people and listening. To, like I'm in meetings, nice. right? And I've got like a meeting in one ear and the podcast in the other, so I couldn't really pay attention. I'm like, oh. I'm going to have to sit down like when I have a couple hours and just listen to it because you're all fascinating. And I really did like her. She's and she doesn't have an annoying voice at all. Like she has a, she was you know, perfect. <laughs> yeah, she, she really was. Well, both these episodes have been right yes. in the same caliber. Cause I was mm-hmm. kind of like, 
she was fun. How are we going to yeah. beat that? And now you're super fun. Like, well, shit, this works <laughs> out. <laughs> I think everybody in the group, I think you're going to have that mm-hmm. with everybody in the group. I think it's such a good community of people that I think, like, you're going to think, oh, this is great. Like, how are we going to top, you know, the first one? And now how are we going to top the second one? And then you're going to think that, how am I going to top the third? How am I going to top the fourth? I think you're going to find that yeah, with every person. I didn't have that problem at all. Like, right away, I'm like, that would be a really good idea. But I'm like, I, you know, I was right away when I'm like, hey, guys, I'm new. Hey, I'm going to have these, I'm going to have the Supernatural people on my podcast hey, I'm thinking about doing another podcast with you guys if you want. And it's like, no one wants to hear that. But it's like, because I can totally tell, like, there's so many characters in the group and so many interesting people. I'm like, that would be awesome. <laughs> I want to know everybody. That's why I thought it was a great idea. Because, yeah. like, there's some people I'm, like, really looking forward to, like, getting to know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, like, how does Anna find time <laughs> to do six workouts every morning it's at four in the morning? Like, she just had a job change a while back because her and I would start at like the same time. We'd see each other moving on the leaderboard and every single morning we'd, we'd, you know, comment on each other's stuff and pretty much have a conversation just in the comments. But then she kind of, her hours changed, so it's not as much, but now she just, I don't know when she sneaks in the rest of that stuff, but. <laughs> She's crazy. But she Speaking was on us. Oh, go ahead. What's your username? Sophia? Oh, it is Anna. It's Anna something. A-N-A, right? No, yours. No, yours. Oh, mine? Oh, actually, my list. Um, I'm, yep, I'm cool. here in Discord. I'm Xanthopy399. I meant in... Uh, Facebook? It's Supernatural. Oh, Supernatural. Sa- Sophia K. It's my whole name. I have no secrets. Sophia right? Duncan. Sophia Duncan. Oh, cut that out. Oh, I just thought we were done recording. Well, we are. We are. I mean, it's still going, but I'll... Oh, I don't have any. You don't have to worry about. And I don't have. <laughs> nobody's. I'm not important. <laughs> nobody's looking out. Oh, I wonder where Sophia done. I wonder if she's on a podcast. Always come listen to me. Well, yeah, Anna was <laughs> um, on a podcast for like her work because she does like um, she's into like music and like management and stuff. And I listened to it and then totally nothing might. Like, I'm not in that area or anything, and it was super interesting. So I already know she's a really good podcaster. So Yeah, that's awesome. She's coming up, I hope. I hope she agrees. I haven't asked her yet. but <laughs> I'm sure she will. Everybody, I, I can't imagine anyone in Supernatural saying no. And I feel like the people who are kind of like, you know, I saw that post that somebody who didn't like uh, Rainier, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I think the people who are like that drop off pretty quick. Yeah. I love that so many people came to his defense too because yep. he's he started. I love them all equally now, but he started off as my favorite mm-hmm. before I do the other ones and got to. And I like them all for different reasons, yep. but he's he still holds my heart, yeah. right? And um, there are some things where it's like I I'm not in the mood for that, so I'm gonna go over here with Doc. But it's the same with all of them. I've had mornings where it's like I I need some Rainier right now. <laughs> right. Yeah, each of them for different reasons, yep. you know. So. Yeah, Sorry, so I was really. Cut you off. Sorry, oh, I yeah. cut you off. No, you're fine. Someone talk. I'm going to cut them off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is funny. there? Who doesn't like Rainier? Like, no, it was just some guy. He's like, I don't even remember what he, he It wasn't he like said he nasty. Was too much. But, yeah. I felt it was because I'm so well, defensive of yeah, Rainier. I mean, he's like, does anyone else find that Rainier's like over the top or too much or something? And then everybody was like, pretty much very politely said fuck you yeah 
And uh, it was really nice that they came to it. Because, I mean, can you imagine, like, why would you post, like, what kind of a dick do you have to be even mm-hmm. to write that? Because you know Rainier's going to see it, right? And, like, you don't know if he's having a bad day or, you know, you don't like him, keep it to yourself. Like, yep. why do you have to come on to the Facebook thing and be even remotely sort of? I mean, if you're going to be negative, be negative about, like, hey, my bat, I lost my bats <laughs> yeah. today. You know what I mean? Don't be negative about a person. I I totally agree. I was just, he wasn't as nasty as, like, other, like, I'm just used to normal internet. <laughs> you know? right, right. So I'm like, like, that wasn't too bad. Guys. But for <laughs> right. the group, that was like, that's probably the worst thing that's ever been said. <laughs> right. Yeah, and everyone was so polite. Nobody was like, yeah. go fuck yourself or anything, which I is what I wanted more. to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's so good. He's so good. I would love to meet him. And I'd love to meet all of them in person. Yeah. They were fun on the podcast. Rainier wasn't there, but it's like, they're all a different flavor. Like, Coach Doc and uh, um, Leanne. Leanne have, yeah, I was going to say Laura again. <laughs> Leanne, they have like little words of wisdom and things like that that are both good angles. But then when you listen to Rainier, he's just like, I told you he was going to pick up, motherfucker. You know, like, <laughs> just fun. Yeah. yeah, he is so fun. He is. And like, he, he made like, He's the one where guaranteed I'm going to dance in between the t- Cause I get like excited. Like he's talking, like, even though I'm like out of breath and dying after like the first song, right? I'm still like, okay, let me dance some moves out because he told me to, you know? It's yeah. fun. And I yeah. don't do that shit. So. Yeah. I'm going to shoot him and like, um, oh man, I'm terrible with names. With an AK 47? No, no, no. <laughs> the, the choreographer guy in the group. I can't. Oh, Ben. Yeah. I'm going to. Send them and like, I really wanted everyone on that podcast and even like Coach Doc and Leon. Like, it'd be nice to have a one-on-one like this type of thing. Like, as great as like that episode was awesome. I, I had nothing to do with me or Wookie, but <laughs> they were great. That's not true. You stop I it. I think I think I make every every. I'm the secret sauce in every episode. PJ, come on. Well, I'm just gonna see it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, gonna. I think you guys are excellent hosts because you're so real like you're down to earth you know what i mean like there's no bullshit to either one of you guys so i mean yeah we have no agendas we literally just want to hear good stories (laughs) right which is great that's what makes great podcasts to me right i think so yeah i'm I'm terrible about things that aren't genuine like like people i almost got thrown (laughs) out of one job i was working at a government contractor i almost got thrown out they they would change leadership so many times one of them i photoshopped this guy's face (laughs) onto the uh uh what's his name from office space the gray and i put the glasses like right back over the face and he was hunting me down and nobody gave me up and oh that's so good this other guy was super phony and from like new zealand or something he's like we're gonna get everybody draw fit polos and you know we're gonna you know look the part and all this stuff and it was just basically was he a sales was he in the sales department he was he was trying to head up IT, but he was he was a sleazy salesman, yeah. and all everybody <laughs> wanted to do was just steal all the money, right? Like because it was just government cash flow coming in, and there were just so many sleazy people. And he's just sitting there talking like, "Oh, you like 3D? I think I'm, my son can get you a copy of Maya 3D." And I'm like, "I have one, thanks." And just like leave the room. And as soon as you show people like that, you don't fucking like them, then they try to follow you. And I was just like, "Oh, all these people wanted to, it was the money." And I'm just sitting here like. Hey, Right. Oh, it's 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 everywhere. It's not just government. They're all like that everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. I, <laughs> I deal with the justers. So and lawyers. So, you know, because we go out and we do like when a hurricane hits a building, 
we go out and do the restoration of the buildings and we have like large clients, right? Hotels and um, malls and stuff like that. And it's all about the money. And my, I just keep it honest and transparent and they fucking hate it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. Adjusters are the worst. Salesmen are the worst. And then, and then it would be lawyers. Lawyers, not all lawyers are bad. There's some good lawyers. Yeah. There's so much more to life than money. Like I, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it either. I don't get money I don't get either. It either. Like I don't have any, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't get money. I don't get respect. I would have money if I didn't live in Southern California, but like my relatives think I'm rich. Right. And I'm like, I live paycheck to paycheck. The same as when I lived in Texas making 50 grand a year. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's in Dallas, and people think, oh, well, 50 grand's a lot of money for Texas. It wasn't. I lived in Dallas, yeah. right? It was yeah. expensive. But now I live, like, right outside San Diego in Oceanside, and it's – people are like, oh, you make so much money. I'm like, no, I don't see it. Like, <laughs> it all goes to my mortgage. And yeah. and I live in a tiny con- – like, my condo is tiny. So, like, I mean, it's two bedrooms, but it's really small. I live on – people on top of me, you know? <laughs> like, and, I, and my mortgage is still, like, through the roof, you know? My, so I'd, oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, you're fine. I was just going to say how much money I don't have. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, a friend, two friends of mine that I just randomly met on World of Warcraft once. They were awesome people. But one worked in movies and one works in games. And uh, the movies guy was like, hey, we got an opening. I'm working. It was right after Avatar. And he's working like 3D up conversion stuff. He's like, I know you said you did some compositing in school. And he kept trying to get me to move out there. And I'm like, well, the cost of living is like so much higher than it is over here on the other coast. He's like, yeah, but you can live in my living room. And I'm like, yeah. And that is so normal in Southern California. So many people have to roommate because you can't and you can't make it so hard, you know? Yeah. But he literally meant living room. He's like, I have a one bedroom apartment and you can have the living room. (laughs) Yeah. And he would have ended up charging you rent guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. That's Southern California for you. Love it here. Don't get me wrong, but whew. <laughs> my escape plan is if I ever lose my job, I will move back to Texas where I could afford to live because I don't give a shit about money. I really don't. Yeah. I love my job. That's it. And, you know, I just happens to be able to pay for Southern California, but it's nice. I mean, like, I, you know, I've got the beach and everything, but like, I don't, I don't even like the sun that much. who needs that shit shining down on you it's hot my mind always goes to like tombstone sayings and that would be a perfect one I don't know why my mind does that but it's like and I don't even like the sun that much (laughs) it's just on your tombstone (laughs) that'd be so great (laughs) especially if I died of like skin cancer or something (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Oh, that's good. It's funny. <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> I like we laugh, but it hurts. Yeah. Right. I'm dying. That's what I, care- I have to be careful of, like saying stuff, shit like that in front of people, you know? Yeah. Thank you guys oh. for laughing. <laughs> We're awful. Like, our parents are, are uh, past, and my girlfriend's, both her parents are past, and I get in so much shit. Like at work, I do tech stuff, but for some other reason, I do it outside of any IT department. We sit in HR, which I'm always kind of like, can I say what I'm about to say? <laughs> um, but they'll, you know, some like they'll talk about they just took a trip to see their mom or something like that. And they're like, what's the last time you get to see your parents often? And I'm like, no, they're dead. 
and you know, like I'll just make a joke about it, and they think I am the most awful, mm-hmm. callous person on the planet. I'm like, yeah, it's gonna happen to me too. I'm like, what do you, what do you want? <laughs> yeah, I say the same kind of things, and nothing clears a room faster. <laughs> or, or somebody will like, will start like a your mama joke competition or something, <laughs> and then I'm like, dude, this that wasn't cool. That one hurt, and they'll be like, I'm sorry, you know. You, did your mom hug you too much? And I'm like, dude, she's dead. <laughs> no, no, just be awful. I'm the and asshole I'm like, that starts the mama contest. Yeah, that's, and then I yeah, end yeah, with I that. Yep. <laughs> and uh, nothing's more funny than uncomfortable people, too. Yeah, <laughs> it makes it so much worth it. And then other people nearby will do it. They'll see me do it, and then I'll start it with them. They're like, I'm not getting in this. I know what you're doing. <laughs> I'm like, come on, it's funny. It is funny, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's your it's I I don't know. It wouldn't be as funny though if people didn't get uncomfortable. Yeah. Like I find like a secret humor in making everyone around me uncomfortable sometimes. You know. Yeah. I mean, if you don't laugh about stuff, you'll do the other thing, which isn't more. It's more awkward. So right. Why not? Yeah. Just laugh. Exactly. Exactly. Look, you only get one shot at this, anyways, right? Mm-hmm. You might as well have fun <laughs> with it. That's how I look at it. Hundred percent agree. <laughs> but I won't know. I won't ever know if I'm right until I die, and then I can't tell you guys. <laughs> well, well, I think by then Elvis I'll the learn way. how to be a Ghostbuster, and you can come tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Roll the trap. Oh my god, it's so funny because we would take people out to go ghost hunting sometimes, and I don't think they ever realized how boring it can get. You know, <laughs> like they really see the shows and they think. Oh, we're gonna go out and it's gonna be great. And I'm I'm Zach Baggins myself, and you know, ghosts are gonna talk to me. And they're like, nothing's happening. Yeah. Well, <laughs> welcome to ghost hunting. <laughs> I did. You know what? This really cool. The coolest thing about that was when you went in and you have a family who's scared, and you could show them that there's nothing in their house. That is you know nice. what I mean? Like yeah. when you could like make a family feel more comfortable about you know you know like okay look you your pipes you have a water leak here and your house is old and it's settling and there's nothing in your house and then you know kids aren't having nightmares anymore and parents are sleeping well that's a, that's a part i think i liked best about it was just making people feel better I never so would you oh go ahead i was just saying would you ever like see evidence of stuff oh my I god was... yes it's that's like the best so that's what makes sitting in uh, a house for two days finding nothing worth what you do is when you find those pieces of evidence, you know, like um, the ones that always give me chills are like the EVPs, like the voices Hmm. when they're like direct answering your questions or um, like, so my family calls me uh, Kathy. It's my middle name's Kathleen. Right. And so my family calls me Kathy. Everyone else in my life calls me Sophia and my dad loves it because that's my name, Sophia Kathleen. Right. Um, but we were doing an investigation at a restaurant and they actually shut the restaurant down because they were having so much activity and they shut it down, um, for us to come in for the, an overnight investigation. We set up all the equipment. I, my favorite, it was my favorite cause we got free Cajun food that day. Right. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it was so good. So they fed us and I'm like, I don't even care what's here. Like I didn't really expect too much because I thought the owners were a little kooky. Right. So, but look, I'm investigating their fucking restaurant. How kooky am I? Right. So. <laughs> Anyway, so, you know, we're going through and I have I have a, a recorder that is live. I can hear it as I'm recording it, right? So I have my ear earbuds in and I'm walking around doing it. It's, it's H1 Zoom. I don't know if you know what those are. 
But um, so I'm watch I'm walking around and I hear Kathy like that in my ears loud, right? And I stopped and I said, I think it just said my name and it said I did like that as I'm saying. So I stopped the recorder and I've got chills and I play it back and you can hear it. And I go, it said my name and everybody in my group's like, that's not your name, right? <laughs> and I'm like, no, this is what my family calls me. This is my name and um, yeah, th like those were the ones that give me chills. There's one. Uh, family that video they were having so much activity out in the house that they actually moved out and were staying in a hotel and but they left their dog which really bothered me mm. like they, they left their dog if you really think you have activity why would you leave your dog mm -hmm. right why would leave your dog anyway yeah. right like, my dog goes everywhere with me i mean like i just it really bothered me so um they set up a recorder and um it's the best recording of a physical like of like visual recording i've ever seen and the dog's barking and going crazy. And then you see this mist come up in the dining room and then take kind of a human shape, not like fully human shape, but like, uh, you know, like if you draw a chalk outline kind of, <laughs> right? And then take two steps and then disappear back into mist. And it was the it was really cool. We didn't get that evidence, obviously, but it's like always stuck with me because the dog was going nuts. And you can see the dog looking at it, right? Mm. And so like you get like, I don't know, like, you know, as far as evidence goes, you know, people say, like, use dowsing rods. I think dowsing rods are bullshit. I think the flashlight thing is bullshit um, because, you know, they, you know, they twist the flashlight and then they say, okay, touch the flashlight and it'll turn on. Well, what people don't realize is that it heats up, the two things connect and it lights up and then it cools down again. So it's like science. Nobody, <laughs> no ghost is going in touching your fucking flashlight, like that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of, I call it paradrama, like people who just go in yeah. and everything's ghosts and they're, uh, you know, they don't really take it serious. Your whole thing as a ghost hunter or a paranormal investigator, whatever you want to call it, people hate ghost hunter. I call it ghost hunter. I think it's <laughs> hysterical, but is to debunk, right? Like you go in, you go to debunk. And if you can't, then that's your good evidence. Like what you have that you can't debunk. And then that's what you go with. And you sit down, you talk, you go over the evidence with the homeowner and then, you know, you, you, a lot of times they'll be religious and you know, so you can have somebody come in and bless or whatever. I think a lot of it is, and I'm not saying that like ghosts don't exist because I do believe in them, but I think a lot of it is where people are mentally, right? Sure. Like if you can get people to be calm in their house and to feel safe in their house, magically, <laughs> there's less activity, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, it, to me, it was all about helping people. Other people get into it for the wrong reasons. I think just to like find that, find that golden ticket evidence, you know. But it's a lot. It's it is fun. You meet the best people. Like you meet so many cool people. You meet awful people too, but you meet so many cool people. <laughs> the paranormal world's a weird fucking world. But that's how I know so much about aliens because half those people <laughs> are like alien fanatics. So, which is fucking. I love it. Because I love weird people. Like weird I'd rather spend a day with a person out of their mind than Joe Schmo who punches numbers and thinks spreadsheets are fascinating. Although spreadsheets are fascinating. But you know, I don't know. I'd rather just be around interesting people, I guess. Yeah. If I have the people <laughs> at if all. I have to. Yep. Yeah, you guys should do it sometime, you guys, when covid's done in 2022 you guys should go out and investigate something it's fun you should do a podcast on it that'd be awesome just do a podcast from a haunted house while you got your evidence out <laughs> that'd be interesting for sure right it'd be like 
a podcast of nothing but you talking in a haunted house. <laughs> Me screaming. <laughs> I would. Uh, I would like stressful video game. <laughs> you never have it. Do you guys ever watch like the BuzzFeed shows? Mm-mm. Oh, there's one that's called Unsolved, and it's so hysterical. And it's just two guys that do this BuzzFeed, and they are so funny. But they decide to do a paranormal show because one of them believes in like aliens and ghosts, and one of them does not at all. <laughs> and they actually go out and investigate. And the one who doesn't is so funny. Like he just goes <laughs> in, he's like, "All right, you goddamn ghosts, you know, like." come on out and go scare me. It's just so funny because other guys freaking out over everything. Nice. And it's probably the best paranormal show I've ever, but it wasn't meant to be a paranormal show. It was just meant to be like kind of a history show, <laughs> but I don't remember what it's called, but it's the same guys that do unsolved. If you ever get a chance to sit down and watch some of those episodes, they're hysterical. <laughs> down for that. That's mm-hmm. so funny. That's right out of LA. So they're, they're very LA, which also makes me laugh. <laughs> LA people are, ridiculous it's great <laughs> well yeah. i better open up my upstairs because i was like i told my husband to be quiet while i was up here so he's he's been playing flight simulator so i gotta nice. make sure he's alive <laughs> <laughs> he got the thing he bought the thing the uh little joystick thing mm-hmm. and the pedal so he's like i'm, I'm going over machu picchu today that's awesome <laughs> yeah i've been been looking at flight sticks like that for years and now it's like well this game's gonna make me buy one stupid <laughs> have you played it yet no i haven't i've flown around i got it up and running like one morning right after i was done working out right before work i'm like i just have to fly a little bit and then i haven't had time to get back to it but it's pretty sweet yeah he's addicted to it right now <laughs> and he hates that shit like he usually that's not his thing he actually made fun of it when it first came out He's awesome. like, who plays Flight Simulator? And I laughed at him because, like, when I in the '90s, you remember when it came out in the '90s, mm-hmm. free computer? And I was like, I actually played that in the '90s, and I loved it. And he was like, you're dumb. And then he <laughs> decided to play it, and like, that's all he's been doing. So I've done a couple. I told you so's because I love when nice. I can do that. Yeah, <laughs> delightful. Yeah, I modded the old one and put like VTOL vertical takeoff and landing ships in there, like the Osprey and stuff, and I just fly around like. For hours it's fun yeah it's relaxing he says he yeah. says it's relaxing so more power to him I, it looks it actually looks really good visually when i go down there yeah it's pretty mm-hmm. all right well thanks again you're awesome i can't wait you guys to... are awesome you you guys god <laughs> no, damn it <laughs> we can all be awesome it's fine. <laughs> okay I'll take, I'll take it then <laughs> All right, well, you guys have a good one, and then I will message you guys about Saturday, see if you guys are free for that. Awesome. Yep. Thank you, guys. Yeah, have a good evening. You too. (laughs) Bye. Later. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye, Wookiee. (laughs) I'm still here. I don't... I I thought I... (laughs) There's a little Cyclops-looking button with a phone and an X down in the middle, kind of, depending on what your screen looks like. Is it Craig? Nope. Bottom oh. left, uh, right where it says voice connected. It says disconnect. I found it. Yeah, looks like a dead right, Cyclops. I think yeah. I'm going, guys. All right. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. It's like 80 degrees in my room. I have to go. All right. See ya. <laughs> See ya, man.